What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel in the building. Welcome to the Desert Storm Bunker. You're in here with the Bruce Wayne. It is ish, the king of content and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, CGA, Coach Alini. Mr. Coach Adamus himself. We are back in the building, man. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Yo, man, what's going on here? I appreciate y'all for being here. We got a great show today. Uh, we must put our disclaimer up because some people could be offended. We live in cancel culture these days. People get offended. So viewer discretion is advised. You are choosing to watch this content. And you were warned right here at the beginning of the show. Of course, the haters are going to show up late. Anyway, this show does not promote hate nor harm of any uh, person. Based on their size, based on their size, their gender, their relationship status, their race, or their class. The goal of the show is to promote healthy choices, especially specifically for men in lifestyle, finances, and emotional relationships. That's what we do in this building, man. Yes. All right. Appreciate y'all, man. We got some great topics today. Wife explains why she needs to get drunk to have sex with her husband. Only a man of experience like myself can explain what this exactly is of course we talk about the marriage will the bait and switch and uh, a lot of people are thinking about relationships and you get so lonely i get so lonely yeah y'all be getting lonely and want to get in relationships as if that's going to be the solution you know what you need you need to jerk off that's what you need <laughs> you need to jerk one off that's what you need man just chill Chill. You know, as we say over here, we got the chill. Chill, 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 yeah. Chill, and women be going broke. You know what I mean? Rent be due. due they get in a bind. I'm in a bind and they be like, I, perhaps I'll be in a relationship. That's what I'll look for. They want to get off the carousel. <laughs> they like, yeah, I'm done with all of this. I'm done getting my back blown out. <laughs> Just rub one out. Go to sleep and you'll wake up. Damn, I would have actually threw all of the weight, all of my life away for a relationship just to get that nut. You know what I mean? All right, man. So great show today. We got a couple of topics. Husband dumps his thick wife. We call it thick. All right. After he gets his green card, shout out to them damn Nigerians. You're going to see a Nigerian brother swindle a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. I mean, it's bad. Uh, Georgia rental agency. They stop their um, they stop taking rental assistant applications. Yeah, your rent is late officially today. All right, three days or quit. All right, three days or quit. At the end of the day, your leasing office tomorrow and your landlord will be posting notice on your door. All right, I've been there, done that. <laughs> um, if your roommate's late on their rent, you better have them see their sugar daddy. All right, we also got a story related to oh, a 3041 in the hang up or G string. And she wants a relationship too. She's like, I'm done with all of that. I'm done with all of that. She's ready to make a that's you. And that's you. And then we have what else do we have? Dating coach admits that he got many STDs. All right. Listen, one of the things I've been talking about about men promoting um having sex with hundreds and thousands of women is that I've been trying to tell you that they be having STDs. All right. There's no way. There's no way you can pound out that many women. Um, even if you pull the condom on, you know what I mean? There's there's we talk about this and this is, again, healthy lifestyle choices for men. We're not just being nasty for the purpose of being nasty. We're here to teach. Um, you're still exposing yourself to saliva, 
potentially blood if you run a red light uh sexual uh you know what i mean the the um the 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 oils and the greases related to that um even if you roll the condom back for the 15 minutes you're going to push and shove you've already if you've done anything oral you've already exposed yourself and so this guy a dating coach popular dating coach only have the audio only um he's going to reveal how many stis he's had something i've been trying to warn you about so anybody bragging that they've had over 200 300 400 500 600 710 1000 they got stis they there's guaranteed there's no way so we're going to talk about that um and then we'll get into some of the main events we got a lot of stuff to cover so without further ado dallas icga live is how you contribute to today's show in this building hey paypal is paypal.me backslash coach greg adams and coach greg adams tv on Venmo, and then you can also super chat. Your super chat capabilities are available on the Notorious CGA YouTube channel. Okay, um, people wonder why I have the subscriber only. Uh, number one, it eliminates the trolls. Yeah, they got to at least subscribe to sell me something, and you have to subscribe for at least five minutes. Damn. So five minutes, subscribe, get your troll on, and get the help. You can unsubscribe after that. I don't give a damn. And then it eliminates the spam. The spam. You know what I mean? The spam be out of control. So, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, the people with the wrenches, I'm doing you a justice by not having to deal with all of that spam. Even the spammers got to subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. And also, YouTubers be having fake accounts. <laughs> YouTuber, your popular content creators, they have fake accounts. And they'll come over under their fake account while I'm live without subscribing. And then they try to throw the show off. All right. And it'd be your it'd be big YouTubers. They have fake accounts and they'll come in under their fake account and, and they won't subscribe to my show. They just know I'm on. So y'all ass got to subscribe too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got to subscribe too. You got to subscribe to the channel. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not subscribed to none of y'all's channel. Anyway, man, look. Um, before we get into the earlier contributors to today's show, uh, the human resource department, let me know that they want to put in a word for themselves and they want to make, there's the human resource department here at the coach Greg Adams channel. Get up there, ladies. Come on, ladies. Don't be shy. All right. That's the human resource department here at the coach Greg Adams channel. And they want to put in a word, you know, they told me, see my YouTube, my, 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 that's all right. Uh, by internet's bug. And, uh, to do is put in a word or two, uh, and we call it a moment to griff. I see I'm paused over there. I see I'm pa what's going on, on the internet. Yeah. So anyway, what's going on with the internet? They messing me up right now in a moment to griff. Oh my goodness, a moment to griff by CGA. So uh, the human resource department will and then put in a word here, and we're gonna start right here with a moment to griff. Uh, first of all, as you guys know. This is a business over here. We're running a business and uh, our audio is a little bit loud. So we're going to take it down just a little bit. Yeah. Right there. Right there. It's good. Right there. A moment to grift. All right. Right there. Because they knew we was going to grift right now. So we just go go ahead and get in all of the details that you guys need to know about GA. You can go to my bookstore, Amazon. All right. Amazon bookstore and get the free agent lifestyle in the evolution also to get the money mindset program it is patreon.com backslash coach greg adams and you can get the weekly message right there um we talk about youtube money investment and all of that stuff and uh yeah it is what it is uh that's patreon.com backslash coach greg adams and then also 
a moment to grift to get the members content go to coachgregadams.locals.com right there to get the members content and that is your seeking content typically if you're learning want to know about how to get on the dark side how to be the bruce wayne this ish you can definitely go ahead and get there on the locals.com you can get on that train over there all right so shout out to all of you brothers out there oh also notorious cga channel we put more vlogs out there and all of that stuff and we got mad channels around here. So uh, A Moment to Grip has been brought to you by Trollo Candy. Trollo Candy, in which you can actually eat the candy, and it has a little bit of jealousy in the middle. All right. And that's Trollo Candy, a little bit of middle. Out to you. Resource department here at the Coach Greg Adams channel for putting in the word here. Yeah. Yeah, money. All right. And uh, all of that out there. Shout out to the human resource department. They, the, they wanted to make sure... I put in a word. <laughs> I put in the word for the grifter. All right. So the grifting moment of the day. I see my internet's down, bugging again. All right. Yeah. That's 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 definitely par for the course. Anyway. <laughs> React, uh, where we at going on? Apologies for the stream quality here. I see um internet quality at the end of the month. Down. there and persist let's you do and that i meet them <laughs> look at that that's crazy i see i'm paused over there all right so uh anyway yeah they really be they really be uh trying to mess with your boy all right so let's get to the earlier contributors to the day show you guys might miss your super chat i apologize but the internet definitely i don't know what's up with youtube but they definitely about giving me the business new, new, new world order uh, let's see here. What do we got here? I'm just trying to see what my settings are. Nope, I'm settings. Oh, I see what happened here. Oh, no, we're already good. We're good to go. All right, so let's get the earlier contributors to the day show. All right, Albert uh, Wes Wesker, the, the original Albert Wesker is in the building. All right, a shout out to you. He says, but coach, PUAs said married sex beats paying for play. All right, so he says, PUAs say married sex beats Pay, pay for play. So one one thing that we do here, a lot of guys uh, come with this no solution. All right. What they'll say is, hey, you know what? The solution is never going to be go and go get some money. You know what I mean? Like I got money. no money, no honey. No, 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 no. You got to put up with abuse. You got to put up with women leveraging their sex against you. You got to put up with you got to put up with it. All right. The worst thing you could do is go down to the junior college. All right. So refresh your screen. The quality should be coming back. So, uh, yeah, they'll say put up with pity sex, put up with duty sex. Um, you're going to when we get to the affairs thing, I'm not a big believer in affairs. We're going to talk about that as well. I don't believe in cheating on your wife as a solution. However, there is things put out on the table. All right. Shout out to you. PUA said Mary sex is better for pain. But yes, you're going to get her passion. You're going to get her love. You're going to love. All right. Shout out to. Ocularius. He says, did you hear the TikTok video? Of the lady, lady saying low-value men leave her after she tells them that she has herpes. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That's not a surprise. Actually, uh, like I told you, I always tell you that story. Damn, my, what is going on? My, my internet quality is bad. I don't know who's struggle streaming me right now. <laughs> I don't know who could be possibly doing this to me. 
Isn't that weird? What is going on here? Anyone else experiencing this on the live stream right now? But um, I actually had an experience. I met a woman on a date and we met at uh, in San Clemente. We start getting freaky and busy in the car. We weren't going to go all the way. But she said, um, she said, I just want to tell you something. I got the herb derp. She said, I got the herb derp. I was like, nope. I was like, I'm out. I, I hit her with the no herb derp for me. I'm not in the business for herb derp. So uh, herpes to me is a that's a no go zone because I don't have it. <laughs> right, listen, if you already have the herb derp and you meet a woman with the herb derp, go ahead. But um, I am not going to be meeting. I'm not going to be messing with anybody. I'm not even going to put my hand down there. I'm not even going near you. Herp derp is an automatic no ski. But unfortunately, one in four women have the herp derp, the genital kind. We did the show on this one. I think it's HS1. They got the herp derp. Doing it. Shout out to Rooster in the building. Hey, we're going to call you the Red Rooster. Every time I'm about to lay between, I hear your voice. Don't. Don't want that going on. And he says, Saying protect your seed. I use the Jimmy hat. Thank you, coach. Appreciate that, man. Uh, appreciate that, man. Well, listen, don't think me when y'all about to lay down with a woman, but at least right before you about to slide the Jimmy hat on and peel it all the way back. Yeah, I guess you can think about me. <laughs> oh, man. Justified misogyny in the building. He, he says every day I watch you, I inch closer and closer to the dark side. As a uh, 25 year old male, it's rough out here. I can get all the benefits with the without the negatives if you get your money up. Yes, indeed. You got to get your money up. You got to get your money up. Uh, what men want to do is avoid the negatives. Avoid the negatives. And uh, there's a lot of extensive negatives out here, especially for men under 30. So be careful. Be careful out there. Um, you know, you, a lot of guys are accepting poor quality. We played the video of the Nigerian brother who had the white girl, Kaylee OnlyFans girl, and he put up with all kind of BS with her simply because he perceived her as a, a, a trophy wife, a win. And unfortunately, a lot of men are going to do that. They're going to do that. So be careful out there. Let's get to these other apps, the cash app, and talk about our boy, Mr. Easy. We're going to call you Easy A. Easy A, shout out to you. Uh, Mr. Hendricks is in the building. He says, when can I sponsor a show, CGA? Well, you're close to it right now. You can sponsor right now on the Cash App if you wish. Mr. Uh, C.T. Jones, Memphis Fireman, who respects your work. Shout out to the professional brothers out here. You suit and tie, you blue collar brothers out there. Shout out to the first responders risking their lives, running into burning buildings by oppressing women. All right, all that misogynist nature, you guys wake up every day thinking about oppressing women by doing hard work and labor, all right, laying your life on the line. Shout out to you, brothers, the Memphis firefighters in the building. Mr. Dan Gal says in 2024, the Hafiz Hill turn will be legendary. Oh, boy, he's going to find out. He's going to find out the hard way. Nevertheless, planning my trip to Norway, peace, quiet, and freedom. Let me know if you run into the princess. The 51-year-old princess with that brother. All right. But uh, the Norwegian women, yes, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Dan Gal says then Hafiz and CGA will team up for the tag team champions of the world. 
Yes, we will. All right, shout out to uh, Mr. Computer Geek. Says, keep cooking them CGA in the building. That's what we doing out here. We cooking, we cooking so good. The Memphis firefighters had to come out and put out this fire. All right, shout out to you brothers there on the Cash App. Uh, Albert Ingram is in the building. He says, you talking about this story is very important because us men are always viewed as the abuser and evil to women. Um, shout out to you. Thank you, man. And that was from yesterday. All right, shout out to Loud Pocket says free agent lifestyle for life. I hope YouTube stop bugging my stream. All right, so we can get some people in here. Do me a favor, hit the like button in the building. You know, sometimes at the end of the month or a billing cycle, your your internet service provider will squeeze your internet down. All right, they'll do that towards the end of the billing cycle. I don't know if this is what it is, and that's what they'll do. Sometimes they'll squeeze your internet down, especially if you're close to whatever capacity so i don't know if that's what i'm dealing with or not i don't know what it is out here shout out to no government name this is from the working man's podcast good morning and afternoon here in germany he says you gotta watch the john deloney video the woman that says she's not attracted to her husband it's just like the script sex over life it's hilarious hit the buzzer all right a lot of times married guys don't know that they're going to experience this we're going to play a John Deloney video, by the way. This woman says she got to get drunk to get freaky. He's like, can we get freaky tonight? I got so many things on my mind. Shout out to Missy Elliott. Great writer, by the way. Sizzo says, I'm at my job today. He says, but let me hear the junior college. Shout out to you. Miss Argentina and Miss Puerto Rico are married. I saw this. Talk about Mamacita and Senorita. Mamacita. How soon into the divorce? Well, the divorce industry for gay marriage is going to be really high in about 10 years. All right. In about 10 years, they'll they'll trump uh, heterosexual marriages. <laughs> they'll trump them. Uh, speaking of Trump, speaking of Trump. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Shout out to Kalen. He says, what's up, coach? I was just thinking, do you believe that it's a marriage or a woman's responsibility in a relationship marriage to make monogamy more beneficial for the man? Absolutely. They have the onus is on them. The onus of sex is on the woman. All right. Listen, I know people are like, no, nah, you got to initiate and you got to treat her right. You got to hit it right. You got to stroke it. You got to do the onus on sex. World sex is on the woman because he that's what he that's what he purchased, essentially. Right. Married relationships are not transaction. That's what he purchased or that's what he committed to. He literally committed to her alone, to having to hold, to having to hold like you alone. So why does the guy then like, look, I made the ultimate commitment. I sacrificed my life. I sacrificed my Johnson. There's no other woman. That's you. Everything goes back to you. All right. But now I'm supposed to then do it like, you know, make you date. Listen, I get it. I'm not saying just wait for her to just jump on you. But the burden of performance and the onus is on the woman. He committed to that. He took that off the table specifically for you. Now he's got to do and jump through all these hoops and hurdles. No, man. Look, man. And that's you. as a formerly married man. I'm going to tell you, that's going to be a recipe for disaster in your marriage. If you commit to that marriage and then all of a sudden she keeps putting the onus of sex on you. Well, you're supposed to pursue me. You're supposed to initiate. You're supposed to. Now, nah, man, she's supposed to. You're supposed to walk in the door and she's supposed to be like, I'm ready to get on my knees reporting the duty. Let me suck you off real quick. All right. You got a little tension. Your 
she started massaging your shoulders. Damn, you a little tight. Let me suck you off real quick. <laughs> All right, I know. Listen, the women know what you need. They know exactly what's going on. So I know what you need. All right, let me take you back here. Just, just bump me real quick. It's five minutes of dirty work. I'll clean up. I'll make. I'll clean up the mess. Take a nap. Nah, these hoes, these, these wives want to be like, well, still no treat. That to me, listen, um, giving sex to a man is an easy job for a woman. It's super easy. It's it's a it's a um, it's 15 minutes worth of work. It's 15 minutes worth of work. <laughs> I mean, it's not even if you want to make it freaky, 30. It's short job. It's a dirty job, but it's short. Now, if the dude's married to you, it should be the easiest thing you do in your whole damn life. You're like, all right, I got to just go. I just got to go let him get this tension out real quick. Let him bang you. He come in. He had a hard day. Oh, damn. He taking it out on me hard. All right. Just take it real quick. Let him roar. He'd be like, roar. That dude will do anything for you. He'll, he'll lay his life down for you. He won't even think about it. He'll go clean up after he gets his nap. He'll go take care of the kids, play with them. He'll be throwing the kids up. He'll be like, honey, just sit down. I'll take the kids and the dog for a walk. But no, she leverages it. Something that could be done in 15 minutes. Look, we could be done with this in 15 minutes. Nope, nope. Let's still leveraging it. <laughs> All right. And this is why marriages fail. This is why marriages fail. Shout out to uh, Macaroni Tony. He says yesterday, Women were the topic for about 10 to 15% for both streams combined, and the haters were quiet as a church mouse pissing on cotton or as a virgin doing monkey double backflips while their parents sleep in the, the next room. Yep, nobody was there. Both streams, I talked about sports for about an hour of the evening stream, and nobody was in here. Yeah. Nobody was in there hating. As a matter of fact, it was the lowest, lowest views I had all week. Both streams where the women weren't the topic. Again, nobody clicked on it. <laughs> you know, the haters didn't click. Hafiz didn't click on it. It is what it is. All right, shout out to, okay, I got everybody. Did I get Mr. Let me see if I got this last one. Oh, interesting here. Hmm. Internet moving slow ski. Shout out to J. Cool here says, I, I think that often Christians in the church say that God hates divorce because it appears to me that they are making it sound like man was created for the Sabbath and not Sabbath for the man. Coach, thanks for letting us know what divorce does to a man, and this is why God truly hates it. Yeah, he says, oh, and there is always next year for the Raiders because as a Bills fan, I know what that feels like, but now go Bills, and shout out to the Bills Mafia. They're likely going to make a Super Bowl run here. I don't know if they'll win one because they're notoriously for losing one. Let's get to the day show. We got quite a few topics here. Do me a favor. What is the likes looking like? 400 likes, that's not going to cut it. So you know what it's time to do? It's time to get a little bit of belly deli so we can get a reminder. I was wondering what was going on there. Not a lot of people into, in the stream as of yet, and that is because you have not hit the like button. So that's what we're going to do. Let's get to about 700 likes. And then we'll continue with today's show. Enjoy a little belly deli. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly on shit it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? 
Let it lose some. Let it. I know y'all see the football prank. The football prank go crazy. The football prank go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. All right. Shout out to the belly deli girl. Yeah, we had a little bit of uh definitely what some really work. Gets me is that some of y'all hey, scared of a hey, shut up. We had a little work behind the scenes trying to cuss down. But uh yeah, let's get a little belly deli one more time. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look. Ooh, baby girl, baby girl, scared of a little belly deli. Let me get it. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Give me what? Give me that. Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose. Oh yeah. Let it. I know y'all see the football prank. I see it. The football prank go crazy. I see it. The football prank go crazy. It does. Yes. Parabola. Parabola. Come on, y equal x squared. Woo. Maybe cubed on something. Oh, get it, girl. Oh man, Lord have mercy, jeez. All right. <laughs> yeah. A little belly deli. All right, man. Let's get to the first quick uh, story of today. Hey, that's not it. Uh, let's get to this brother right here. This brother is going to do this. You one sister bad crazy, man. Why he do her like this? Hold on for a second. Let me cancel this. Where's the tab? Why he do her like that? Why he do her dirty? I'm looking for another tab. All right. My tabs are disappearing. Okay. It's over here. All right. I found it. Husband dumps his thick wife. Because he's done, he wants to be in these streets. In these streets. Let's see what's going on here. Let's get an idea. Speaking of belly deli, let's get an idea what's up here. Exactly. Yeah. Do you want a divorce? I do want a divorce. I so do you want to be done? Yeah. I don't care if she sent me back to my I just want a peace of mind. Oh, man. Oh, Lord, have mercy. He just want a peace of mind. And he want a piece of that junior college tail. <laughs> Man, you know, now they dolled her up for this show. They dolled her up. All right, but, but like most men, they get married and then they realize they don't have a peace of mind. And what men want is a peace of mind. Men want really peace, quiet, and freedom in life. Not, you know, not chaos. And she's quiet now, but you know she's quite chaotic. I just want a peace of mind. She's not giving me the peace of mind. Yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing everything for her. You know, I'm not getting that appreciation. You know when somebody do something for you? You give appreciation. That person will want to do more. So I, I was just talking about that. So a lot of times married men, married men, um, uh, uh, if their woman just gives them the peace of mind and sucks them off, like I said, the, your husband will jump through a brick wall for you, jump through a window. He'll jump out of a burning building with you. So in this situation here, he looks like the aggressor. He looks like the bad guy. Typically, these talk shows will make him look like the bad guy. And make him do all the talking. And then she holds a snot rag in her hand. And then she basically tells her story very quiet and passively aggressively. I just want my man to love me and to fornicate with me. I'm just a nice woman. They doll her up. They look very feminine. All right. You know, she'd be looking like a straight mastodon at the house. And um, then he's aggressive and passionate because according to Hafiz, Nigerians are passionate. And he's going to look like the bad guy. So you're hearing this directly. He's saying he wants a divorce. Are you processing it? Are you receiving that? Woo, my gosh. She needs to lose some weight. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not fat shaming her. This is, you can see it's, it's all in her face, bro. Like, this is not healthy. I mean, her eyes are going to be closed in a minute. I'm processing. Yeah. So, that is it. <laughs> he was like, that's it. I'm out. I'm free. No, you're not. 
you still got to go through the divorce and your ass might get sent back to Nigeria, Nigeria. That's what's about to happen. He's like, oh, that's it. I'm out. I'm out. Time to go back to Nigeria. I told her what I want. I want a divorce and the marriage because I can't, I can't live my life like this. Yeah, that is it. So I'm going to ask you directly. Yeah. Yeah. He out. Do you want a divorce? I do want a divorce. I do so want you want to be done? Yeah. I don't care if she sent me back to my country. I just want a peace of mind. Mm. I just want a peace of mind. She's not giving me the peace of mind. I'm doing, I'm doing everything for her. You know, I'm not getting that appreciation. You know, when somebody do something for you, you give appreciation. That person will want to do more. So you're hearing this directly. He's saying he wants a divorce. Are you processing yeah. it? Are you receiving that? I'm processing. Yeah. She lucky anybody married her, man. She lucky anybody married her. But let's continue. So that is it. I told her what I want. You like I'm I want out. a divorce in the marriage. I want a divorce. I can't, I can't live my life like this. Yeah. I can't yeah, do it. it. Where's his ring? Somebody asked where was his ring. He already got, he already then got rid of the ring. He's like I ain't having it, none of this shit. I'm out. All right, but uh, this is typically what happens in the situation here. But people are assuming he's cheating already. I just say he thought marriage was one thing. He got another thing. He might have wanted a green card, sure. But now he's got that potentially, and he's still, he was like, send me back, deport me. I'd rather have that than marriage. Even Nelson Mandela himself, even Nelson Mandela himself said his 30 years or 30, 20-something years behind prison as a political prisoner in South Africa during apartheid could not compare to the damage that was done to him after he got out, continued with his marriage to um, Winnie. I believe it was Winnie Mandela. Even 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 he was like, yo, I'd rather go back and be a prisoner. Mm. <laughs> oh, shout out to my African brothers out here or Nigerian. Um, Jen, uh, Georgia rental agency, a Georgia rental agency. Remember, Georgia, they stopped taking rental assistant applications. It's cold out here. It's cold out here in these streets. Uh, Georgia was notoriously, this is according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Georgia previously did a what I call a Negro roundup, all right, or basically a cattle call for Negroes, in which they said they had a pilot program in which they were going to give people, and particularly black women, they were going to give them access to resources. I believe it was like $700 to $1,000 a month. And guess what happened? The Negroes rounded themselves up and they ran to Georgia. All right. They was like, I'm going to Georgia for that free money. Well, they bait and switched you. They pulled the, the carpet from up under your feet or the rug. And now they like, we ain't got no more money. Sorry. <laughs> we ain't got no more money. And they now pulled the carpet from up under their feet. So now we have the situation where the rental moratoriums are ending and people are trying to figure out how they're going to pay their rent. And now the now this in a recession, we're heading into tough times And a Georgia, a Georgia state agency says it's no longer accepting applications for people seeking federally funded assistance with rent payments. Boy, man, we getting into tough times. And here, this is a reason why if you're somewhere in the middle class or the lower middle class or in in poverty, this is a bad time to be in poverty because inflation is kicking your ass. The government doesn't have any more resources. This is why socialism doesn't work. 
Okay, people that want socialism, this is the this is why it doesn't work because there's always a bait and switch in socialism, which then socialism lasts for about you know eight to ten years, and then communism replaces the socialism. Uh, the 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 caveat of socialism, and I know we have a lot of socialists that watch our show. The caveat of socialism is always going to be we're going to take from the rich and give to the poor, or we're going to even things out, or we're going to make things fair for people based on whatever. Uh, whatever happens, some lower history, you know, fair for blacks, fair for minorities, fair for women. And then what happens is you do two things. You take from the rich and the rich figures it out and they bail. All right. They're like, nope, we're not paying all these high taxes. They revolt. They leave. So they pull their money out. But the whole goal was to take from them. Like I'm taking from you, but then they leave. They're like, we ain't doing this. They put their money offshore. They put it in cryptocurrency. They put it in things that can't be touched. They make sure they um, protect themselves by doing uh, tax shelters so they, that, that, that they don't get taxed. They move from California or they move from high tax uh, areas. So then, you know, the government promised they're going to take from them and give to you. But then the rich bails. All right. That's n- problem number one. And then problem number two is that you de-incentivize people to work hard, right? So you have a group of people that are trying to get to the next phase of wealth, but then they look up and they go, well, when I get up there, my tax, my tax burden is higher. Or when I get up there, all the money I'm working for goes to the poor. It doesn't go to me. So the, you de-incentivize people from working. This is what, this is what they've done to men. So men have been de-incentivized to work. Um, they've been de-incentivized to perform well in school. There's men that should have been valedictorian, valedictorian at their high school, but because we're trying to help women, it'll go to a woman or it will go to a trans student. And they'll be like, I know you were the valedictorian, but we're going to give it to this person because this is a woman. You guys were somewhat equal. We're going to give it to the woman. And then they come out and say, 70% of valedictorians are women. Mm. Of course it is because they're de-incentivizing young men to work hard. And then even when they qualify, they're like, well, we'll just give it to the girl. So you do this over time and people say, well, why do I work hard? Why would I work hard? Because you keep giving it to these other people, even though I deserved it. Or we uh, we got to hire a woman for this position. Well, I worked hard. Why? Why? Why are we doing that? Well, you know, oppression. And you had you had um, you had the male privilege in the past. You'd be like, I didn't. I wasn't alive when there was male privilege. So these are the things that happen. You de-incentivize people from performing. And then, then the, the burden of we're going to take from them and give to you, it goes away. It goes away. And then, then what happens is the government that promoted the socialist programs, then they say, well, there's no money left like this. They'll say there's no money. We said we were going to support you or give you support, but we can't do it now. And, they, and then the people that were getting the support says, why? And then they say, well, they're not going to say they screwed up in the incentive worker and ran all the rich. What they're going to say is, well, it's just like that. So now that we got you under control, now that we got you, now that we got you under control, we said we were going to give you rental assistance, but now we'll just give you $200 in EBT. And slowly over time, withdraw support. Y'all for my camera. All right. Anyway, they they promise you. See this? They don't want you to know this. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> Sad. 
So what they do is I'm telling you what they do. What they do is they 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 promise you this and then slowly but surely they withdraw. I promise you 1600, then they'll make it 800. Then it's 800, they'll give you 400. 400, they give you two. You see, they didn't want you to know that, did you? And so that's what happens. That's why socialism doesn't work. And then at that point, the poor people, the rich people go, the men and the the other people get de-incentivized. The women and the minorities say what happened. And then they bring in an overlord. They bring in an overlord and say, well, we're going to scrap all of these programs. Now we're you're my you're under my authority. Then you turn into communism. Then it turns into communism and control. But that happens over a decade or so. And then the overlord comes in and says, look, potatoes and bread only <laughs> beans and rice. And then then you're done. Then then it's done. Then it then then it's communism or or fascism forever. That's that's the only way it survives. You'll never get back to democracy because you'll just have a cycle of communists. That's all you'll have. It's a it's it's very predictable. But this is why this is why. And the reason I bring this up, this is why the more people that say things like we need this and government should give us that and we need to vote this in and we need to, the more you do that the more you're headed into exactly what i explained the more you're headed to socialism or the more you're heading into hey we were helping you but now we can't help you no more and then it's just a period of time before the overlord comes in and then the majority of people says we'll listen to the overlord listen to the overlord listen to him he's got all the solutions he's our savior we were down and out we were about to get evicted, but the overlord came in. Just listen to the overlord. Mm. When you had freedom of choice, you had freedom to work yourself out of it. So what happens? All right. Apologies for the stream today. The barbarian is then at the gate. But people don't understand this because you guys failed history and civics. And I know somebody's going to disagree with me and tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, look at America in the 80s. Look at them now. Look at us now. That's essentially how you walk lock stop into losing your freedom. And people will then say, well, I lost I, I, I'm willing to lose a little bit of freedom for a little bit of help from the government. I'll give up my freedoms because we're going to be secure. We're going to be protected. We're going to be safe. They got the solution. I think it should be the opposite. I think I think people should say, let's keep individual freedoms, learn how to protect and work for ourselves. Because the bait and switch is going to be there just like the bait and switch is going to be married. Uh, and, and the marriage it's, it's going to be there. And we're, we're marching towards that every time. So I'm into protecting my freedom. by saying I'll whatever I can as a worker. I'll do whatever I can as a provider to provide for myself. Oh, man, boy, they really messing with me today. Apologies. Shout out to uh, Crypto Keeper in the next bull market. I will be worth millions, coach, for two, 10K. Can I have a guest? Wait a minute for a second. I messed up. He says, in the next bull market, I will be worth millions, coach, for 10K. Can I have you as a guest at my VIP party? Absolutely, brothers. Let's get that money. Let's get that money. ACDC, coach, problem is wives don't want to cheat on their boyfriends with their husband. That could be a problem. <laughs> That could be a problem, too. Uh, we know women cheat more than men. Uh, where are we at? Simon Small in the building. Thank you, sir, for that. It looks like coffee. Shout out to you, Billy the Kid says, uh, clear bait and switch. 
I bet she wasn't that weight when they met. Fellas, trust me, the bait and switch is coming. The bait and switch is coming. It's always coming. Deadly Raver says, LOL, coaches, internet is part of the, you know what? New, 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 new world order. It freaks out whenever you drop truth bombs, but it doesn't blink once when the FUPA print goes crazy in the building. Goodness. New, 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 new Struggle stream in the day. Just a sad moment in CGA history. Stuff popping up on my damn screen. But yeah, when I'm dropping them two bombs, they'd be like, oh, we need to interrupt all of this. <laughs> I don't think that woman was smaller when they got married, by the way. I don't think she was smaller. I kind of disagree with that. I think she'd been that big. You don't get that big overnight. Plus, you don't lose weight overnight. Where are we at? They don't want me to do three hours today? No, they don't. Nah, they don't want me to do it. Did I get PayPal today? PayPal Z. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Let's see. SAU, what did you have to say, brother? Almost two years listening to coach. Take notes, gentlemen, and prepare for winter. The diets don't work the same. She looked like the diets don't work the same, woman. Prepare for a tough season. Uh, I don't know where it's going to go. Our homeboy, uh, Mr. Uh, E.K. Buike, is in the building. Coach, during last night's stream, you called young M.A., young Ma, had me rolling. Hashtag Nigerians for CGA. All right, so it's young M.A. Sorry, man, man. my pop culture. Young Ma. <laughs> I don't know what these people are, man. I can't keep up with these people. Like, I'm like calling people Tupac Shakur. Tupac now. I'm the guy now. All right, here we go right here. 304 wants to hang up her G-strings. You guys got to watch out for this right here. This is going to explain a lot of what people are concerned about in the manosphere or the incel or the virgin uh, communities or whatever it is. Not dissing people, but this is what people are worried about. They're future-wise, trying to become housewives after being out here. In these streets. Let's listen to her. She says, uh, what's your brick? What? Wait, what's like your business? <laughs> what's like your biggest regret? What's like your biggest? What? It's like your biggest. Oh, OK. That's that's because they're talking. OK. Why your love life sucks. There she is in her Chuck Taylors. That's the shoe of the skeezer. That's definitely the shoe of the skeezer right there. When they wearing Chuck Taylors, you know, they nasty. They probably anytime I see a girl wearing Chuck Taylors, she got scabs on her knees. Guaranteed. It's almost guaranteed. <laughs> oh, man. Good Lord. It's almost guaranteed. If she got Chuck Taylor's on, she got scabs on her knees. Let me see if. Real quick. Oh, wait a minute. I got the wrong keyboard on. Let's see. Hold up for a second. I'll get to it in a second. I'm trying to pull something up. That's to try to explain what is going on with my internet. Lord. Seeing what I'm running back here. By the way, yes, if she got if she got Chuck Taylor's on, she got scabs on her knees. I got the highest speed internet going right now. And they bugging, they bugging me out. High, high speed. All right, hold on for a second. Let me pull this up. See if I can see what's going on in the background here. All right, so here she is here. She's got Chuck Taylor's on. Let's let her play the video here. Problem when it comes to landing the love of your life. I go for guys who are like lower than me. And then when I give them the chance, their confidence goes a little bit up. And they think that they can treat me a certain way. Have you tried setting boundaries ever? Setting boundaries? I have tried, but I am honest. Oh, okay. I'm not holding your hand, but you keep scratching the mic. So I'm just. Okay, you can hold my hand. If you want. I, I, I probably can. Hold my hand if you want to, though. 
I am done being a whore and I want to be in love. What's like your biggest problem when it comes to landing the love of your life? I go for guys who are like lower than me. And then when I give them the chance, their confidence is a little bit up and they think that they can treat me a certain way. Okay, so uh, here it is right here. So one thing you have to understand, listening to apologies for the video. I just looked it up. My internet should be good. So might be something on the other side. But listen to the key words. She said, basically, I be out here in these streets. In these streets. I be getting blammed out and blicked out and pushed through by chads. And then she says, I lower my standards. I, I will lower my standards just because I want a relationship. And that's you. I want a relationship, so I'm going to lower my standards. No more getting blicked out. <laughs> and then she'll she'll leave the carousel. She'll leave the carousel <laughs> because she can never get those guys to commit. And then she says, when I do that, the guys then get confidence and then treat me like shit. No, they find out you're a 304 <laughs> and they treat you accordingly. It doesn't matter. You think you lowered yourself. I guys warn you about that. Women will say, OK, I'll lower my standards, but then they'll think they're doing you a favor. Okay, I really don't date guys like you. I normally don't date black guys. I normally don't date short guys. I normally don't date bald guys. I normally don't date old guys. I normally don't date young guys. I, no, whatever it is. I normally don't date fat guys. I normally don't date goofy guys. So they think they're doing you a favor, but they don't realize you got options too. What, what are you talking about? And this guy she's saying she's lowering herself for, he's okay. He's doing well. But in her mind, she's like, I'm lowering myself. And then she gets used and abused and discarded like some toilet tissue. And then she then goes, I want to just go back out there and be a 304. <laughs> Watch out for that play. A lot of women between the ages of 28 and 35 use that. They'll go, hey, I'll lower my standards just for you. But then they'll get treated like the, the other guys treated her because she's a 304. Have you tried setting boundaries ever? Setting boundaries? I have tried, but I am honest. Oh, okay. Not holding your hand, but you keep scratching the mic. So, so in this situation, she's pulling her feet and using her hands, and he's trying to, like, calm down. And then as he says that, she's like, it's okay. You can hold. She goes right back. To <laughs> she went right back to the carousel. That fast. So I'm just, you can hold no, my hand. I, I probably can't. Hold my hand if you want to. She can't help it. <laughs> she went right back to hoeing. She went right back to these streets. In these streets. See, this is why you, the Bible warns you about dating women like this. Women like this have been around for a long time. We might believe that there's a lot of them, but women like this have been around for a long time. Now, what she's finding out, what she's finding out, what you're finding out is you cannot turn a hoe into a housewife. She literally was like, I'm just looking for love. I'm looking for this and turn right back to a hoe. Watch this. Let's watch it again. I am done being a whore and I want to be in love. What's like your biggest problem when it comes to landing the love of your life? I go for guys who are like lower than me. And then when I give them the chance, their confidence is a little bit up and they think that they can treat me a certain way. Have you tried setting boundaries ever? Setting boundaries? I have tried, but I... I'm honest. Oh, okay. Not holding your hand, but you keep scratching the mic, so I'm just. Okay, I, I probably can't. Hold my hand if you want to. See, she know I'm going back to what's easy. <laughs> oh man, stream quality is bad. Looking at the replay as you as we're speaking right now, and it looks like it's jamming up. But um, I don't know what's going on there.
So, uh, yeah. So she went back to 304. Oh, yep, yep. Oh, yep. This 304. It's crazy. Uh, let's see here. Let's come back off of that. So watch out for that play. If you're a guy that's in a dating marketplace and you think you're going to get a girl that is a little bit better. Let me see something. That's a little bit better than you normally get. And she says, oh, I'll be in a relationship with you. And she she's like, I'm lowering my standards to be with you. You're lucky to have me. And um, eventually what's going to happen is once you get her in the safety of the relationship, she's going to go run back to the streets. streets. And it's going to be easy. It's going to be a layup for her to run back to the streets. It's going to be a layup. She's going to go back out there and cheat super easy. Super easy. So this is why you don't wife up or get a relationship with 304s. All right. Do we make 304s out here? Well, we don't know. All right. We could talk about that in a minute. All right. Audio. Audio only. A dating coach. A dating coach is going to admit that he has numerous STDs. Yeah, I see I'm pausing, frozen up. Let me see here. A dating coach is going to admit that he has numerous STDs. Guys, you guys know my belief on this one. I think dating coaches don't tell you the entire story. Dating coaches do not tell you the entire story. They tell you, we're going to teach you how to get laid. We're going to teach you how to do this. We're going to teach you game. Many of them don't teach you the fact that they have sexual dysfunction. Many of them don't tell you that they have some sort of weird um, weird behavior themselves. They're somewhere on the spectrum. They don't tell you that STDs are going to be prevalent in your life. You're going to be at the clinic. Uh, you're going to be having to wash yourself off in the sink. You're going to have periods where you're going to have to stop um, uh, because you're transmitting because you got your stuff drip dripping like a faucet. I've always told men that that's a part of having sex with women. STDs um, being unclean. Um, if you're saying, I want my numbers to be 500 lay count, right, which is common vernacular over there in the PUA industry. I want my lay count to be X number. Go ahead and just chunk up STD because many of you guys are running Roski. You guys are running Roski. This is a, there's no if ands about, uh, if it ands about it. People are running Roski. Not many people are using condoms. I actually show you statistically the amount of people that are using condoms. It's not as high as you would hope or think. And because AIDS have been, the fire has been put out essentially on AIDS, meaning HIV, the, the amount of deaths that we're hearing about it is really low. Monkeypox went away. All right. They had the monkey booty pox. That's gone. It just went away just like that. All right. Now, the media is not reporting on it. It's still around. But people can live with these viruses now. They can live with them. As a result, you have people that are carefree with the sex. We are having people having more sex than ever, but they're carefree with it. They're running Roski. So let me play this video, audio. Let me play the audio. You're just going to hear the audio, and I'm going to wait till my internet's good. This is going to be a very popular dating coach. I'm not here to start beef. Let's hear him admit what I preach to you to try to avoid. Let's play it. John Anthony here. And... Oh. That's who it is. People just don't understand. I caught chlamydia four different times. There was no symptoms any of the times, but it's not a big deal. They actually caught syphilis recently. I had like slight burning when I pissed. And it was, there was one other one that I might have caught gonorrhea potentially one time. Most people I know, they usually just caught chlamydia like one to five times. If you bang someone 
unprotected vaginal sex that has herpes, there's a 10% chance of you contracting herpes. I went raw with a lot of people, people including two trannies. People are like, dude, that means you're gay because you fucked a dude. And I'm like, no, it looked like a female 10. Okay, now HIV, even though it sounds scary and like obviously no one wants to get HIV or AIDS, the real statistics, okay, if you were to have sex with someone that has HIV without a condom, the statistic is the odds of you catching it are 0.08%. I've slept with 1,542 girls, uh, potential new 18-year-old. Get on a free 30-minute call. All right, so he's going to then, after that, push his coaching program, which I'm not trying to push to you, so I'm not giving you the entire thing. We're going to hear that again. <laughs> We're going to hear that again. I've been warning you of this. We're going to hear it. Hey, yeah, I got high leg count, but I've been having my salami burning and my salami drips. And the likelihood of you catching it decreases. It's only a certain percentage. But the more you do it, you increase the percent. Okay, so if you're saying my leg count is 15,000 people or whatever he said, but he's saying the percentage of catching it is low, but you caught a bunch of them, that means you the percentages increase the more you do it. All right, it's not 10%. If you're doing a casual sex, all right, it's it's more than 10% if you're doing it for 15,000 people. Let's continue. Let's continue here. And people just don't understand. I call chlamydia four different times. Four different times. Hold up. Four, four times. Four times. Just he said one disease four times. This is I don't know if this is a deep fake video. Let's continue. There was no symptoms any of the times, but it's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, it ain't no big deal. Don't worry about it. <laughs> there's no symptoms. There's no burning. There's no pissing fire. No, no pissing out razor blades. Nothing. Don't worry about giving it to nobody else either. Don't worry about giving to that. I had no symptoms and I fornicated with 40 additional women. No big deal. I had it four times and four different times. Like what? And you guys want to be Chad and Tyrone. I've warned you. What will happen is for men, you'll go on a whole phase or you'll go on a terror. You'll try to get your body count up. And what's going to happen is somewhere in between that, you're going to get an STD. This is what happens to women and they don't tell you this. I uh, Women won't tell you this. Women go on a whole phase and they get caught up on the STI. All right. They get a scare. They get a pregnancy scare and they'll, they'll calm down and they'll be like, oh, shoot. All right. Maybe I should have a relationship. Why does she want a relationship? Many times it's to have sex with their partner because she is horny in that peace leave position. She wants to have sex with a partner, but she doesn't want to risk STI. So you guys got to know that about why women want relationships all of a sudden after being in these streets. In these streets. Same for men. Men, get they want to go and sleep with 100 women. They'll try and try and buy and buy, and they'll get reckless, and then all of a sudden they'll get an SDI scare, and they'll calm down. Or they'll get a pregnancy scare, and they'll calm down. So watch out for that. Let's go ahead. I actually caught syphilis recently. I had, like, slight burning when I pissed. And now, just some slight burning. And I could have passed it on to someone else. And it was, there was one other one that I might have caught gonorrhea. Potentially one. Potentially. That means he didn't get checked. 
I think I had it. I potentially caught it. I don't know. But get my program so I can teach you how to get laid. One time. Most people I know, they usually just caught chlamydia like one to five times. If you bang someone. One to five times. Wait a minute. Let me go back. Let me wait, wait, wait. Most people I know caught it like one to five times. One to five times. The dating coaching industry. Again, one of the things that I, first of all, let me just say this. I'm glad he's open about this. I've been critical about the dating coaching industry and the guys, let's get your lay count up. I've been critical of them of not talking about it. At least he's talking about it. Right? At least he's saying what happened here. I, at this point, I can appreciate his honesty because I've been critical of dating coaches not talking about it because it's a big part of fornication. Uh, are you going to catch something every time? No, you could not if you're around the numbers. I say once you go over to 100, 200, which is easy to do, by the way. Once you go over that, you roll in the dice. You've dealt with at least one or two STDs, just one or two. If you're low 20, 20 bodies as a guy, Probably not. Once you get into the 75s, 100s, 150, 200, once you get over 200, you're dealing with multiple. And, oh, one more thing. One more thing. Um, if you don't get your STI treated, this is why we're here to educate men. We're not just here to talk nasty. If you don't get your STI treated, that's what makes you more at risk for escalated STIs, like HIV and AIDS, Okay. Then you're also doing what? Dealing with more scab-pilling skeezers. So as you're raising your number count and you're not getting treated and you deal with, uh, they, they just got my stream again. Once you get to, to a point where you're not getting treated and just getting lay count just for purposes of lay count, now you're dealing with exposing yourself to HIV. That's normally how it works. Very rarely does, does, does um, uh, sex happen and then you get HIV. <laughs> okay. You lay down with three dudes. It's very rare. Not saying it doesn't happen. You lay down with three dudes. You lay down with three women, and it just jumped right to HIV. Very rare. It normally happens with a progression. You have this. You increase your numbers. You, you lower your standards. You go Roski. You catch a uh, STI. Then you keep going. You don't get treated. Check. Then it escalates untreated. Continuing. If you bang someone unprotected vaginal sex that has herpes, there's a 10% chance of you contracting herpes. I don't know if he's trying to say only 10%. Oh, that's just a 10% chance. I don't know if he's saying there is a 10% chance you should worry about it. 10% chance. Eh. Okay, so he's saying if you go with a woman who has herpes, 10% chance. That's, that's enough for me. <laughs> that's enough. That's all I need to know. 10% chance. She already have the herb derp. One in four have the herb derp. One in four women in America have the herb derp. That's enough for me. 10%. This is why if a woman has herpes, I'm out. That's an automatic Nelski. I went raw with a lot of people. Even including two trannies. I went raw with a lot of people. And then he's admitting here that he, a couple of trannies. People are like, dude, that means you're gay because you fucked a dude. And I'm like, no, it looked like a female 10. So the woman looked like the, the trans, the trannies, he calls them. Look like a female 10. Bro, you can't make this shit up.
what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> like, what the hell? Again, I'm going to say I am appreciate his transparency because most dating coaches don't talk about this. Any guy that brags that he's had 200-plus women, 300, 400, they've had multiple STIs, multiple, and multiple pregnancy scares, and they might have had child support. Okay, now HIV, even though it sounds scary and, like, obviously no one wants to get HIV or AIDS, the real statistics, okay, if you were to have sex with someone that has hiv without a condom the statistic is the odds of you catching it are 0.08 percent 0.08 that would be is it 0.008 or 0.08 that would be eight percent on my calculator (laughs) all right am i wrong on that one uh yeah it's relatively low it's relatively low and then i think you know i don't think we really know the truth or we're given the truth about hiv so um you know it's not a I, you know, I don't know. I can't tell you. I, I just know that people that's not the one that's to go to. But I know if you live in the American South, it's probably highly likely you will get it before somebody somewhere else gets it because the South is on fire. The South is on fire. OK. And uh, a lot of these countries that people go to on the passports is on fire, too. Specifically Brazil. All right. Their HIV rate is very high. Let me see something here. Brazil is on fire. Let me see here. Let me see if it's going lower. Okay. A nine, uh, almost 1 million have HIV in Brazil. Let me see what it is in America. How many Americans have HIV? Oh, there it is right there. Almost 1 million in Brazil compared to 1.2 million in America. And I believe Brazil's population, what's Brazil's population? We're just giving you the stuff here. Um, let me see here. We're giving you the info. Brazil has less, less people than America. Well, Americans have more people, so it's 1.2 million. Brazil has, um, uh, they have 100 million less citizens, and they're at almost a million HIV. All right, so, you know, be careful when you passport, bros. One in 300 in America, Brazil, 100 million less. Thank you guys for the stats. So that's that's what you guys have to watch out for. These guys are living overseas and, oh, it's easy to have sex over here. Well, it's always easier. It just increases your odds. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. I'm not trying to scare you guys. I'm just saying very be very cautious. Let's see here. Somebody said that's just the reported stats. Exactly. That's the reported stats. I've slept with 1,542 girls, uh, potential new 18-year-old. Get on a free 30-minute call. All right, so he slept with 1,004, what did he say, 1,500, and most of them new 18-year-olds. Okay, listen. <laughs> listen, you know what it is. You know what it is, and you guys got to protect your Johnson out here. This is not a game. This is not a game. Don't play around out here. All right, uh, Super Chats are only on the notorious CGA channel in the middle. He says potential new. Oh my God. Jesus. Potentially new. All right. I don't know. Bad, bad business out here. That's crazy, man. But I, I um definitely, I, be, I definitely implore you guys to stop rolling the dice out there. Stop rolling the dice when it comes to this. It's really, really not a game out here. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think most of these STIs, you ain't going to die. But you could be catching that drip drip 
All right, where are we at here? Shout out to Zero Fallout. He says a study just came out that shows women love the dual mating strategy. They hate the red pill because it causes their, um, it, it removes their fallback plan. Yes, that's the whole stepdaddy thing. Only 5% of women will bag a high value male. That leaves 95% leftover ladies for the rest of men. He says regular men are waking up to a raw deal. Uh, yes, you're right, Zero Fallout. So the leftover men, is, is causing a problem on the romance, dating, and marriage marketplace. So this is why they particularly were mad at the black manosphere because they were saying don't deal with any stepmothers. Now that messes up women's strategy dating-wise. That messes up the whole that's you dating. That messes up um, I'm going to find a man to raise my other man's kids, the after daddy. That messes up. We need to help the community clean up and get rid of the thugs and the hoodlums. And we do that by dating and marrying single mothers. Okay. So that is the problem that we, we are causing. New, 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 new world order. This is why they're mad at Red Pill because Red Pill guys tend to be the guys to be clean up guys, the nice guys. We're the, you're the good man. We're the guys that will marry anything and, and just be lucky. Oh, we're just lucky to have her. We're messing things up. They're not going to the Chads and Tyrones to fix them. They're not. They're not saying the dudes, 10% of men that are getting the, the, the most of the 90% of women. They're not talking about the dating coaches in particularly. They're not. We just heard. They're at, at us. They're mad at us. They're mad at men like us telling you to not marry single mothers. So, guys, just understand, when we talk about this thing here, boy, they really messing me up today. They really messing me up. When we're talking about uh, what we talk about, they hate us because we're not going to be the last option. We're not going to be the guy that comes in with the cape, okay? All right. Let me check the PayPal's. Close this screen here. Let's see here. See here. They really got me today. We might only go two hours. All right. Seeing what's going on with the internet right now, we might not go to full three hours because they mess with me. All right. And they're making it complicated and difficult to watch the playback and whatnot. Okay. All right. We got some people over on PayPal letting it letting it rain on the brother. Somebody did say, damn, I'm jealous. Mr. G Hardaway, what's up, coach? Do you? Or have you ever took a seeking girl out for dinner or is it just off to the races? Mm, yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't just go off to the races. No, I try not to do that because that's where you get danger. I want to see if a broad's crazy. I want to see if she loony. I want to see because many times I'll back out. All right. I'll, it's not they're not going to expensive dinners, but I'll back out. I'll be like, nah, that's all right. So I'll meet them at Panera Bread, Panera Bread. <laughs> yeah, it's like we talking about Carabas, Applebee's, two for two, two for 21, a drink, a low level little bar that serves microwave food. We're not talking about nothing expensive. Never take no broad out that you don't know to no expensive shit unless you already know the vibe is there, especially on this one. So I want to meet in public and I normally meet and chill and see if she crazy. All right. And then if she crazy, I don't proceed. I'll be like, all right, I've turned down way more women that I've been with on that on that app. So be careful out there. 
um, inviting them straight over could be dangerous. All right. So I'm really trying to take my precautions out there or actually proceed with caution. And he also says, yes, it's almost like the guy dating a fat chick low. I'm not sure, but low look at chicks lowering his standards only to find out that the fat chick has game and she's finessing him and outsmarting him. And then women tend to get very butthurt when their standard, they lower their standards and the guy finesses them quicker. Um, and it's the quickest way to make a woman angry. So guys, I, the most women are pissed off, not by Chad's, you know, they'll be like, Oh, I'm, I'm mad. He cheated on me, but you know, what pisses a woman off more is when they lower their standards and that guy finesses her all oh, day pissed. They are beside themselves. They are irate. They hate when those guys do them dirty. Like, I can't believe I did you dirty. You're older than guys I mess with. You're younger. You're dumber. You're goofier. You're of a different race. You're shorter. You're fatter. You're all oh, they hate that shit. You're bald. How you going to get over on me? <laughs> and that just tells you, you can't turn a 304 into a housewife. Kaylin, coach, what makes lifelong 304s think they're worth monogamy or other good treatments? Well, we kind of talked about that is that women have the dual mating strategy. There's always the fallback guy. So in the past, their 304-ness was a little bit more covert. Now they're overt out in public 304s. And men are kind of finding that out. And they're like, nah, I'm not going to roll the dice. And they're pissed off. So uh, they've always had the fail-safe plan to start a husband. I'll marry another husband. I'll get another one. Uh, there's somebody out there that they'll uh, men will simp for. That's what they think. Men will simp. I'll find another simp. I'll just find a simp. But they phrase it as the nice guy. I'll find the nice guy. All right, shout out to Mr. Sony. He says something interesting to watch in your time. It's a Twitter video. All right, I'll check that out. I can't click the link through from PayPal because they disabled the links. The Jimmy ZTT chiming in here today. YouTube got coach out here moving like a chocolate and max headroom out here. He says the OGs will get that reference. He says RIP to all the active rappers out here who have money but refuse to leave the community. It's like a fish in the barrel, but with the blinky instead of the fishing pole, play stupid hood games, win stupid hood prizes. Shout out to the CGA feet picture collection. And ladies, update my feet picture collection, if you will, if you want to. Shout out to the ladies that are watching. And if your husband disagrees, just, just sneak them to me. Just DM to me. Yeah. All right, AD Austin says, I know that voice. That guy is lying about the numbers. This is why being a monk is very superior. Health is wealth. In my opinion, and you know, we talk about the junior college and all that stuff. In my opinion, um, we weren't made to be fornicating the way we are. All right, we just have too much access to too many people. And it always comes out with the marriage rate lowers, the divorce rate lowers, affairs, um, uh, you know, dudes that go to strip clubs, men that use prostitutes. It always comes out. Nature always wins. Nature always figures out. Y'all not all supposed to be doing this. So we're going to poison your salami. We're going to poison your vagina. <laughs> and it is what it is. Are we still rolling on the Notorious CGA channel? Comment section did. All right, but it is what it is. It always comes out. Speaking of, let's talk about affairs. Uh, my philosophy about cheating on wives. People will, people will find it interesting. They think I think one way, but I will throw them off. My opinion about affairs, I don't support people who have affairs. 
I know a lot of people that have had affairs in their relationships and marriages. I think it's not a good thing. I always tell people, if you think you're going to cheat on your partner sexually, you have one or two choices. Choice number one, don't get into a relationship. Don't marry. Don't marry. All right. No, uh, choice number two is to put it on front street what you're doing. Tell the person you're non-monogamous. Tell them you're polyamorous. Tell them you sleep with other women. So they know up front. So they know what it is. Give them the choice to back out. That's either male or female. Now, when it comes to me, I tell the women that I'm with, you're not the only one. So you know what this is about. And I give them the choice to leave or stay. If they stay, they made a choice. And if they want to change their mind, they can leave. Well, there's the door. Now, if she wants to be poly with me, I then remove the context of relationship or marriage as a possibility. So that's fine. If you want to have an open relationship and you want to be in these streets, we certainly can just be this, but there's no relationship in marriage. On the other hand, you can be in a marriage with me and know that I'm with other women. So a lot of women were like, well, that's not fair. It's certainly fair. I gave you all the options in the world to choose your position. I didn't handcuff you and tell you that this is what it is. Okay. I'm non-monogamous. I tried monogamy. I don't like it. Not that I'm out here fornicating with a lot of women, but if I get the opportunity to, if I feel up to it, if I'm feeling like I'm bored, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go there. So that's kind of, that's how I lay it out. Um, and people get mad at me. I'm like, okay, go, go out there and think you're going to have a faithful relationship. More often than not, you're going to find out that you're getting cheated on or you're going to cheat on your mate. Like, look, affairs are too, too broad. There's too much cheating going on for a person to believe, believe that I'm giving them a raw deal. They'd be like, oh, you giving me a raw deal. I'm not good. Go ahead. Go out there. Very next relationship they get in, they get cheated on. And I'd be like, well, you could have just been over here and knew what it was and knew what it was. You could have you could have knew what it was. But now your ass over there getting cheated on and you getting your heart broke. Hey, that's your problem. <laughs> but that's kind of how I operate. But that being said, there's a father being confronted by his daughter. This is why I don't believe in affairs. Uh, not that I never have believed in affairs. I just don't think it's a good idea to go there and, and say you're doing something and then not fall, follow through because you're not only hurting your partner, you're going to hurt your children. So here's the situation. And you can tell me if these girls are right or wrong. This is where you guys are going to chime in. Are they right for confronting their father after they found out that their father was being unfaithful? Let's go ahead and throw it up on the screen right here. Now, they're going to be cursing their father out. But this is what this is what you don't want to look like. First of all, who in the hell is this daughter got all her damn legs open? What's wrong with society today? Tell your daughters to not sit like this with all of that functify just escaping into the room here. And who lives like this? Oh, I couldn't have this. They got a damn luggage on the table, bags everywhere. I can't live like this. Ladies, if you come up in my house, I can't live like this. This ninja got. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and play it. Uh, let's see if I can put the volume up. Oh, damn, that's as loud as it go. All right, hold on for a second. I just thought this would end us in a secure place. And I'm so fed up. Just know I'm so mature. I have no messy bone in me. Please. Um, don't act like you don't know what this is. My number one priority. So just to set the scene here, looks like there's no male children. He has, it looks like. 
He has three daughters and his wife. Uh, many times when you get caught in these marriages like this and you have three daughters, it's a recipe for disaster for you. Um, you just basically, you better go find a hotel at least for eight days a night, eight days a month. All right, uh, but the father is now paralyzed. He know he's being exposed. Do you think it's fair for the daughters? Oh, you know what? I got to put the poll up. I put the poll up. Get your ass to the poll. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, she got that peacefully wide open stanking. All right. Girls, what's going on here? Let me see here. Oh, where's the poll? Let me see. Start a poll. Do you think do you think the daughters were right in confronting the dad? Daughters were right. Hey, what the hell's going on here? In confronting the dad for cheating. All right, there it is right there. Let's play the video. Then you got this one going on. Truly miss your vibe. Yeah, we weren't good enough. You. It was yeah. the life we enjoyed, my dear. Dad, you fucked up. I know it was very nice to you. Very well, believe <laughs> me. It's just I don't eat a lot of you. Eat a lot mm-hmm. of me, weird emoji. Just next time, it will be bloody if you can keep it up. Woo, Lord, have mercy. Um... Dad is frozen in fear right now. He's completely paralyzed. He know what's happening. He's being exposed. And he also know all of the daughters are recording him. So the daughter out there with her functified up, her peace leave all out in the air. She's recording the scenario. There's another daughter reading and the other daughter's recording and interrupting. But look at dad. He frozen. He frozen right now. He like, God damn. Now, here's the thing. He could be in an open marriage with his wife. We don't know. They could have discussed this and the daughters were just finding out. We don't know. Uh, but uh, let's continue. That looks like the mother. That, that, that looks like the wife right there. And why is the furniture blocking the door? That's a fire hazard. But let's continue. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is. Anyway, keep it going. Okay, so then there's more. You got. How are you? Suck. You take the you take to some place country club for swimming in some place. Same head. This ninja ain't moved a muscle, and I can't even tell how much time we got here. He ain't moved a muscle yet. <laughs> in his head, in his head, he's like, I can't believe this mother sucking. I gave you a house, a home, a roof over your head, and you ungrateful ingrates. <laughs> You ingrates got me out here exposing me. What in the hell? I gave you a house. I was your lover and your secretary. <laughs> we got 82% said nope, they were in the wrong. Look at my brother, he ain't moved the muscle. Yeah, I'll see how it is there. Over the weekend, the pool is very nice. Just horny for you. I want to sit on you, but I'll be patient and I'll wait. You you. Shut up. I break be right I now. Be- Damn, there looks like potentially uh, four daughters. Four daughters. Damn. Three for cramps. So where's when you go next? <laughs> all mm. this isn't a good yeah, day. Ha, ha, ha. Just yeah. That's fucking I- disgusting. Okay, yeah, girls are going to be disgusted by stuff like that. Um, Or they're going to say they are, especially if they're under 18. They're going to be disgusted by this type of behavior. And uh, especially their father. So the, the point is, 
young girls don't even think their father fornicates, right? And then, and then to even think that their father is even having sex with his own wife is nasty. So now they're like, oh, you're even cheating on my mom? All right, that's even just, they, they can't handle something like that. So this is why you got to be careful if you're in a marriage and you have children and you cheat. You're, you're hurting not only your wife, potentially, but your, your children. Let's continue. Yeah, so they got the trigger. They, the trigger daughter, they're trying to calm down. It's not good. Seko, you don't know how much I've longed for your big dick of yours. But really? Isn't far enough. <laughs> My man still called. He's called. He's like, I wish I was somewhere else. Calgon, take me away. Southwest, want to get away. Oh, hi. Got back to you. You sleeping okay? I'm just jealous. It must be fun. Poor guy. Let's, um, let them clean that carpet. It's kind of dusty. Sleeping, going to shower. Were we not in Uganda during that time? No, were we not in Uganda at that time? <laughs> Oh, so they okay. Um, it, they may be in America, so I guess when they were away, they're like, "Hey, we we was in Uganda and you was in America cheating on." Her. Okay, boy, my man is frozen. I'm not fucking stupid. Just need to send some as you did. You are miles away. You might look at those pictures I just sent you. Send me some words, some words. Those words, some flesh. This nigga still sit there. I can't believe this dude sitting there. He ain't moved a damn muscle. He ain't I'm, his. He got a, he's got his fist balled up. He's sweating bullets. Get home in an hour. Yeah, yeah, that's what I didn't want to. Oh, he finally Explain moved. Explain this. You know it's sick. Do you want me to keep going or just? Do you do? Does this not recall in your brain of yours? Damn, they got this one girl triggered as hell, man. Shut up. But that, does that not recall? So stop acting like you don't know. Then what is this? Damn, he's still sitting there. Um. What he's thinking about, he's like, I'm about to burn all this down. These girls are going to be homeless. I'm disowning all these girls. Um, but he's also thinking, yeah, man, damn, they caught me. He's like, I'm caught. This is what the kids you didn't want to show me. Yes, sir. Dad. That's why we didn't show you. My suspicion that, you know, this, this, Dad. this Dad. Thing, so in 20-something, that's when you had it. You started, you Dad. know, seeing this person and whatever. I was just, like, thinking about whatever you're not doing right. But, look. God knows there's good when he does and you don't believe in him. God brings things in the light. I don't trust what I don't want. I'm gonna embarrass the shit out of you. Wow, this one girl is triggered, man. So boy, one of the daughters is just can't take it, man. And she's like, I'm gonna embarrass you, I'm gonna put you out there. You are effing this. This okay. I can't tell what daughter she is, but she really having even the wife is passionate. Um, you know, she's emotional about it. This one is overly. Trying to just embarrass the father, but continuing here, we'll we'll give you the final verdict here in a minute. Look at what this is what you know. Eventually, eventually, see, this is what the kids did not want to show me when they came back and wanted the over there. But my intention was oh, they put it up on the screen. <laughs> they put it up on the TV screen. It looks like oh man, they really got his ass hemmed up. Tracy is the woman's name. 
They got him on the. You want you want to save the marriage? How many times are you gonna go ahead? That you're fucking ridiculous. Everyone's gonna see it. By the way. She said she putting it on Facebook and YouTube. No, I'm not sitting down. I'm not sitting down, Dad. I'm. You should be. You should be ashamed. Dad, do you? No, listen. How many fucking times are you gonna put my mom through the same fucking bullshit? All right, I think she crossed the line right there. This, this, whoever this daughter is, she about to get everybody homeless. <laughs> everybody about to be homeless. Um, so. This daughter's now crossed the line. I think at the point, right at this point, it's it's over. All right, we can deal with this. All right, we'll figure it out. All right, I'm gonna leave the room at the moment. You obviously got me in a pickle. All right, we're not gonna have any disrespect. I'll make a statement tomorrow at twelve o'clock. All right, everybody, go back to what they need to do. But y'all ain't about to go out here and they got his ass in the corner. They didn't cornered his ass. They got his all all in the corner. He holding masculine frame. <laughs> But not in my house. You ain't about to scream and curse me out in my damn house. I don't care what it's about. All right, but you better get your wits about you, young lady. Or if you don't and you escalate and proceed to try to get me into this embarrassment, you about to miss a whole bunch of your future. Continuing. Yeah, see, that's what he's saying now. He's like, uh, little, little biot, you crossing the line. See, again, uh, as you guys know, I don't promote cheating in marriage. I think it's ridiculous uh, uh, to do that. Now, at, after you got to a certain point and you got all these daughters, maybe that's the best option for you. But, but, um, but uh, yeah, you do hurt your kids when you cheat. Same as when women cheat. You hurt your kids. You hurt your whole family. You break up a legacy. But going to this point of disrespect of the man of the household, I'm sure he's supporting all of them. Yeah, you're going to have to cut it off. He giving her the uh, slashing throat movement right now. And uh, you literally crossing the line. Continue. You could be my father, but you not know. You yeah, he about to go. Listen, listen. He out. Listen, listen, yeah, he done stopped listening now. He done moved now. Like, right. He stopped listening. He was like, all right, y'all had me three minutes ago, but it's over now. All right. I'm about to start moving furniture and uh, packing y'all suitcases. All right. That's what he about to do now. I'm not that father figure. I don't care who you are to me. You are nothing to me. All his daughters are fat too, but that's neither nothing here and there. Already, I found out during the She I found out, four days, but I never. Me and you don't have a good Oh, they cornering them now. Bad. Oh man, this is bad. This get in bad. This and I read this, it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt her. She not fat. Piece of shit. Fourteen years ago, I lost a lot of that. So fourteen years ago, you were my financial bank, and that's what it was. So wow. Mm. Wait a minute. First of all, they all got their nails done. They all got their weave done. And they said, 14 years ago, I lost you as a dad. You're just my financial bank. Wow. Wow. They're out of line at this point. Now they have the right to express their opinions about this. But now they don't cross the line. Okay, now you're crossing the line, young lady. Uh, your, your brain can't handle this. And you're about to say something you're going to regret. Because I'm about to remove myself as your financial bank. You better take your ass on. All right, let's continue. When I saw this, it didn't hurt me. She found out. Tara found out. 
the day we got back, entire cry. Ashley, I even cried with me. Ashley found out today. Ashley That's found out today. I want, Dad, I, was, I, I told you, I want to kill you, Dad. Oh, my Lord. Jeez, man. Okay, so, yeah, this one's going over the over the top. She wants to kill him. All right, now they're talking about deleting the man. And this man sitting there holding masculine frame, but he's shuffling at the same time. Yeah, they're out of line. They crossed the line probably after the two-minute mark. Let's continue. It's been 24 hours, and Ashley loves you. I Ashley loves you. And that's why she's so mad like this, because she loves you. So when you try not to yell, that is I don't know. I think she's faking now. Um, They need a mediator right now. They need a mediator. So what they probably should have did was set up an intervention instead of doing it themselves. So they need somebody to come in and, and calm this one young lady down and the other one's the other one's escalating because the other one's super emotional. Okay. So the reason why the other one's approaching her and saying the things she's saying is because the first person's overly emotional and she's instigating. Let's continue. I wish he would shut up. Oh my goodness. She's not even saying nothing. She's interrupting everybody. And yeah, she's hurt. She has a right to be hurt, but she's interrupting people trying to make their statement and she's offering nothing. Ladies, when you find yourself in a situation and you wonder why men shut down on you communication wise is because anytime you interject, you're offering nothing. This is like when women scream in public. OK, and something tragic is happening and they standing around close to the scene screaming. Ah, 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 ah. You're offering nothing. Just remove yourself. OK, get, just get away. Standing around screaming is going to do nothing. Standing around being emotional is going to do nothing. You're just offering nothing and you're. You're hysterical at this point. However they feel, you have to just sit there and take it. Yes, you are there. Dad, I'm a bitch in the shit out of Okay, so she's she's going to, that's the end of the video there. So she starts to threaten him at that particular point. Hey, in my opinion, in my opinion, they had a right to confront him, but they probably should have talked to the mom first. They probably should have talked to the mom. Hey, what's going on? And she probably was like, I haven't sucked them off in 15 years. Um, one of these girls is not one of y'all ain't uh, the daughter of him, really. Uh, she could probably tell them the truth. OK. And told them the truth is like, don't worry about it. We got to open relate. whatever it was. They probably could have came to some sort of agreement before they got to this point. And the mother at this point is allowing the kids to verbally assault the father, the bank, essentially the bank holding this, uh, holding this up. What she should have done was like, girls, this is between me and your father. We need to handle this. And then in some sort of mediation, allowed them to get uh, air it out and get it off their chest. But the mother sitting by idly and she might be in pain again. But now she's sitting by idly, allowing the daughters to um, disrespect the father. So I think they're out of line. They're out of line for exposing it. This is between the family. But again, this is why I don't support affairs and marriages. Affairs hurt marriages more often. And I'm going to say this. If the mother did the cheating, if the mother found out, I'm sorry, if the mother found out that one of the kids was not. And this is not I get it. People are like, that's unfair to flip it. But if the mother did this, they surely wouldn't be airing her ass out, in my opinion. But I hate to do that because that's not the situation. But we just know the mother wouldn't be getting aired out like this.
if they found out one of the four daughters was not actually the dads, they would not be airing mom out like this. They would not be threatening to put them on the internet. So my advice to the mother is to teach your daughters how to treat the father, even if he makes a mistake. Because how he treat how they treat the father is going to be how these women are going to live the rest of their lives. Your ass going to be hungry, broke, rent due, and you can't, you can't go back to the dad once you aired him out and embarrassed him. See, fathers have feelings too. Fathers have feelings too. So what people think is they can drag the dad, kick the dad, kick him in the nuts, disrespect him, call him all kind of names, blame him, and then come back, oh, dad, I, I figured it out 15 years later after I'd been broke and ran through on the carousel. Now I'm going to respect you, Papa. Help me out. Papa, don't preach. Remember all these songs? Papa, don't preach. Well, you're going to need Papa at some particular point. You're going to need your Papa. But but the most egregious of this is when the wife or the mother doesn't set the daughter straight. All right, you got your feelings out. Let's put this behind. You guys go to your room. We're going to go to marriage counseling right now. We've already got it set up. We'll handle it, me and him. But when mothers allow their daughters to disrespect the, uh, to the father, ain't no coming back from that. Ain't no coming back. The mother should be like, okay, ladies, See, if you're a mother listening to me, never allow your daughters to disrespect the father, even in under any circumstance. Soon as you open that floodgate, it ain't never going to get corrected. And mothers, mothers, you cannot help your daughters the way a father can. You can sabotage your daughters, but highly likely you can't give them what the father can give. So even if he messed up in your mind, you don't allow the daughters to cross that line. You cross that line, the dad is the dad has feelings too. And the dad's gonna say, okay, yach, guess what? You ain't coming back. You're gonna need money. You're gonna get knocked up. You're gonna have a tough life. And that's what is what it is. He's gonna disown them. So shout out to that one there. We got the poll here. 80%. 80% of people thought the daughters were not right in confronting the dad, all right? 20%, nearly 20%, 19% to be specific, said the daughters were fine for confronting the dad. Now, did you vote as you watched the entire video? Do you still think that they were right in that? You still think they were right? All right, uh, let's go ahead and go to the super chat. Looks like, I don't want to speak, but the stream's doing well now. Crypto Keeper, shout out to you. Inshallah, he says, how do you deal with harassment and a bitter baby mama? He says, 11 years in my career and deep into real estate investing, she's door dashing at 31 and hitting the wall. Yeah, let me give her the buzzer right there. Let me give her the buzzer. So you're saying, how do you deal with the harassing and bitter baby mom? You got to write it out. You got to write it out. Anything you do in response to somebody who is allowed by society to disrespect you, make you out to be uh, the deadbeat, which you're probably not. Um, but they're going to use the court of public opinion to deal with you. You got to write it out. Write it out to your kids 18 and so forth and so on. If she crosses the line, record her doing the harassing. Uh, many women are very smart. It's kind of like somebody who's a physical abuser. They know not to leave bruises. Well, women 
are also very smart as to not expose themselves as being a harasser. Okay, they know when to get passive aggressive. All of their talk, all of their harassment is throwing rocks and hiding hands. I'm not doing anything. Anytime they get uh, emotional, they'll blame it on you. They'll just be like, "It's your fault." It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. But if they're in your presence, I don't care if your kids are around. Record their ass. Have your phone is your best friend. Soon as she comes in your area and you think that she has the potential to sound off on you, pull out the record and make sure she sees that you're recording her. Many times they'll be so emotional that she won't even care at that moment. But YouTube is your friend. Facebook is your friend. And then, then if your kids start, seeing, I'm telling you, man, the people to protect women, uh, there's been times, you know, I had a video out on my ex doing something absolutely frivolous. The comment section was ruthless on her. My daughter saw the video and they read the comments and she was still defending her mother. <laughs> she was like, I'm like, you saw the video, right? You read the comments, right? Yeah, but they're mean and they don't know. Bruh. Bruh. This is how hardcore it is against men. Um. It, this is how hard and difficult it is against men. <laughs> so what you need is the evidence. And I'm going to say this. If you do get evidence, if you do get evidence, go to court immediately. Don't wait six months. Don't wait a year. Don't wait two years to show the judge. Um, and I was told this by an attorney. And the reason why is they're going to say, well, you accepted this type of behavior and you allow it uh, to continue. So oftentimes guys don't go to court immediately they go to court after the mother drags them into court. And then they start saying, you start saying, well, on this date, she did this two years ago. She did that six months ago. She did that two months ago. She did that. And they'll be like, mm. now let me add this part. When you take her to court, expect nothing to be done. Mm. The only thing you're going to get is it documented in the court record. OK, she's not going to lose custody. They're not going to punish her. They're not going to lock her up. They're barely going to get a slap on the wrist. Unless she violates you, they're not going to do nothing that they, best get a restraining order document, get the police report, uh, get the recording, take her to court. And at best, they'll just slap her on the wrist. But at least you got it documented. OK, uh, a lot of guys don't do that as well because they know potentially you know, maybe they did something against the mom and the mom's going to say, well, he was doing this and he was doing that. Then you get, then they're just going to say, it's going to be a wash. It's going to be a wash. Well, ma'am, why did you do this? He has you on recording. Well, Jermaine was doing and Jermaine was doing. And then they got you and the judges be like, boy, y'all need some counseling. Think of the children. You're the mother and you love the child children. You're the father and you love the children. They ain't going to do shit. But at least you have it documented. All right. But uh, also, uh, once you get to a certain age and your children get to a certain age, one of the best things you could do is just move away. <laughs> I mean, listen, I did the same thing. Move away and let it. But because a lot of times when you're in the same jurisdiction, it only forces her to, to escalate. Many times she just wants the kids to not be with you. By any means, even if it destroys the kid. She just wants you to not have them. And by virtue of that, once you move away and she got them, she got what she wants. Now, the problem is she can't play the victim anymore. 
I didn't skip your super chat. It was probably red. Um, oh no, I'll get back to it. I'll get back. To it. I did skip it. Um, but um, most of the time she just wants the kids. Now at that point, if she fights you tooth and nail and she makes it difficult for you and acts bitter and emotional and she's undermining your parentage, and you finally just say, "Go ahead, you can have it," and you move the hell away, you just disarmed her of everything. Now you lost your kids. You lost access to them. As long as you have a good relationship with your kids, you can come back in and out. I go back and see my son without her knowing all the time. And I have my son fly out and she can't do shit. I just communicate with my son. My daughter's like, I'm, I'm just staying over here. Okay, fine. So at that point, you're getting what you want. You, you're going to see them less. However, you disarmed her. She wants control. Once you disarm her and get, because she's like, give me the kids, give me the kids, give me the kids. Okay, they're, they're yours now. You ask for them. Now she's going to say, I want child support. I want all of that shit. Well, you're going to go in there and say, well, she's the one that wants them. I gave them to them. He needs to do this. He, you disarmed her of all of that. You took all of that shit away by her presenting the case. I'm keeping the kids. They can't go with the dad or I'm keeping the kids because they don't need to be around. Well, ma'am, they're yours. Why are you removing him and then asking him to be here? Now, you're going to make it difficult when you move away. You make it difficult because you're out of the jurisdiction for her to do all of the bullshit. Now you just added extra steps in the process for her to try to um to to get you. Now a lot of guys are going to say this and I'm ready for this. I'm I'm ready for this. Well, that's your kids. You're supposed to fight for them to finale. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to be present. What if they turn out to be hoodlums and drug dealers and whores and skeezers? What's to say that you're supposed to abuse yourself, allow yourself to get abused and dragged into court and manipulated, allow yourself to get, um, you know, uh, harassed, allow yourself to get dragged into court. You know, to to go through this, you're supposed to do you're supposed to do this all your life up until the kids are 18, her make it complicated, her poisoning the relationship with you and your kids. Her undermining you're supposed to do this. We need to get to the point where we take a stand. All right. Men have to take a stand. Where's your power, men? Your power is in walking the hell away. That's your power. Sure, they can find you and figure that shit out. <laughs> he said this point about the hit harder than Tyson. But you guys got to realize your power is in walking the hell away and then taking your wallet and running and making them do the work. Eventually, um, one of the things that people do is they try to they try to try to be the savior. I'm going to be all, I'm going to, with 25% custody and visitation or 50-50 custody, I'm going to save my kids. No, you're not. Not if the woman's bitter. You ain't saving shit. They still going over to their mother house getting the same bullshit. And one more thing, one more thing. Kids know tension. They're not dumb. They know when their parents have tension. This is why I don't agree with co-parenting. Even when you co-parent and you say, okay, the kid goes here, the kids goes back and forth. The kids know tension. They know what's going on. They're not dumb. They're going to play you like a fool or they're going to play both against the one against another or they're going to be constantly stressed out with the tension. They're like, damn, this is just, they're always going to be looking over their shoulder. Oh, is the mom coming over here? Oh, is the dad coming over here? Oh, oh I'm doing, they know. So people with this idea that just put up with the bullshit is the best answer 
all to save your kids with 25% custody or 50% custody or some visitation that's going to save them from being skeezers and whores and hooligans and weak men. No, it ain't. Stop fooling yourselves. That's normie talk. If the woman is abusive and she hasn't gotten over the relationship and she's broke and she's violating the father and ruining the relationship with the kids, those kids going to be fucked up anyway, regardless. They're going to be fucked up anyway, and it's going to be on the mother's watch, not the dad, because the dad has done everything he could possibly do to put up with her bullshit, and he's just going to say, I can't take it no more, <laughs> okay? Don't be, don't be ashamed to go, you know what? I ain't saving this shit. This is a dumpster fire. <laughs> People hate these facts, but it's a fact. And you want your own peace and soul and quiet. Yeah, oh no, fuck that. And not only that, like you said, she's on her last leg financially. She broke as a joke. And she's the one that wants the kids. And she broke. And you're not, and you're doing well for yourself. Think about this. This woman will ruin her kids by keeping her kids in a broke setting while you're doing better. That says all you need to know. Just when you go to sleep at night, when you go to sleep at night and your head hits the pillow with your 11-year-old kid, just realize she chose to keep your kid away from you while doing DoorDash in the middle of the night while your kids on her time are eating crumbs and they're struggling, living in a one-bedroom apartment with a dog and three other kids. She chose that. Let her choose to ruin her and her own kids. Fine with me. But you can't save it. The courts can't save it. Mediators, psychologists, therapists, uh, I don't care who, uh, divorce attorneys, they cannot save it. She's choosing destruction, not only of herself, but of her children. Let her choose that shit. I'm going to be on my damn uh, bed sleeping good. Not only that, you can make more kids, she can't. So if you feel like, damn, I missed out on the opportunity to raise my kids good while she's destroying them, guess what? Go make some more. You got all the nuts you need until you're 75 years old. You can make another one just like the other ones. And they'll look just like the ones that you missed out on. And trust me, when your kids turn 25, your 11-year-old, she turns 25, she going to come back to you. She going to come back to you all, oh, hey, dad. <laughs> now you got two choices. Tell her ass to kick rocks. Or you can be like, okay, I'll try to fix it. But you're not fixing the you're not fixing the terror that your mother has done to that child for the last, the first 25 years of their lives. You ain't fixing it overnight. Just understand this. Your wife or your ex-wife or your baby mom has ruined that child. More women, more children are ruined out here by their mothers than they are their fathers. The, 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 the way they say men ruin their children is absentee. That's not ruining kids. It's your damn terrorist mindset that's ruining the kids. And you can go to sleep at night, at night and sleep good, knowing that your wife or your ex mom, your baby mama, chose to destroy your kids rather than you having them, and you're in the better position. Take your ass to sleep. This is why, guys. I'm telling you, you have kids out here. You have kids out here. This is the shit that you put up. Somebody says, not based on real life, coach. I'm not sure. What real life? Some dudes just ride the shit out. 
But trust me, guys, uh, look at look at co-parent and single mother raised kids. They fucked up. <laughs> they not good. They not doing good. And she has no plan for them. She has no plan. Yep, this is sacrificing the kid. Remember, I told you all of this. I told you this. We part we participate in child sacrifice in the name of praying mantising and child support and destruction of family and men walking away from families, men walking away from their responsibilities. We sacrifice many of children, many children. Custody fights. We sacrifice many children. All in the name of, well, in the best interest of the child. No, that's child sacrifice. That's what that is. And many of these kids turn into the people shooting up the streets, going absolutely nowhere, having to go to community college as not as a choice, but as a uh, kids floating around. This is child sacrifice. Now. Uh, shout out to Crypto Keeper says, Coach, how should I go about getting you? He says, I certainly have a goal to get a charter in Miami for one week, uh, uh, everything included. You guys got what you do, build a relationship with me because I don't just show up just for money. All right. So build a relationship with me somehow, coaching calls or something like that, where I can know and understand you relationship. So there's a whole bunch of ninjas. All right. I ain't going to do that. <laughs> All right, I ain't going to do that. I don't care what the dollar amount is. I don't know who I'm at. Purity, you know what I mean? Just build a relationship. I'm not easy to build a relationship with either. So um, people that think, oh, he got to pay? Yeah, like, no, I don't just go places and show up. Oh, yeah, the internet is acting again. Cheap drum hacks. It's obvious he has been disrespectful. Or wait. I think you meant, obviously, he's been disrespected in his own house for a long time. So he went to a different 304 who was at least nice to him, for sure. Roscoe says, sounds like the mother been talking to them for a minute. Judging by how she's allowing this to go on, she might be the mastermind, allegedly. Very true. What you will find out, what women do is they literally will condition the children before before the child gets disrespectful towards you, okay? Um, let me see here. The women, uh, mothers will uh, condition the children to disrespect the father way before the child is disrespectful to the father, okay? I want you to listen to that. Very important point. Kids are not going to be disrespectful to the adults unless that uh unless that adult has a sure but many times the mothers will put something in that child's ear for months work that and then all the child will get enough strength to either stand up for themselves from their side or disrespect the parent now if a disrespect has occurred the other parent should be telling the children stay in your place but if the mother sits back and says, let the disrespect go, she's conditioned that child. This is called alienation. This is called parental alienation. She's conditioned the child to disrespect. Now, the other thing is, or she encourages the child, stand up for yourself, and then she'll fall back. Never hearing the other parent side of the story. 
Somebody said, what's the cash app? It's right there on the screen. <laughs> Cali West Miami says, I believe that they are being slick at the mouth because mom is their first teacher. Probably why he cheats in the first place. No respect 24-7. Okay, listen to these things here. Uh, we, we're just assuming but mom probably been slick at the mouth at the dad too. And this is why he just got paralyzed, right? Crypto Keeper, here's a 20 just because I've been a fan for two years in the building. I'm Teddy KGB just left my money guy's office. He said one of his clients is delaying retirement because his wife wants more money during retirement. God damn. All the all the like somebody keeps asking, well, how you donate? It's right there on the screen. All right. Can you see it? No. And the length in the line. Boy, is it that tough? All right. Shout out to the age of machines. Yep. He says, uh, you made me glad I don't have kids. I can see why men walk away. The video with that daughter telling uh, me that the mom has been acting up ratchet attitude home. Yeah. If, if your kids are disrespecting you in any manner. They either got to get out or you leaving a you're leaving them as where they're standing. All right. We're not going to have this. You better fix your behavior. Correct your behavior. I think at one point he tried to interject. But one weapon women use against men and they'll learn this is emotions. So um, when the woman says stuff like this, it is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. I'm going to tell you guys, it's best to leave the room. There's nothing going to be accomplished. So when that daughter was trying to. She's gaslighting him with emotions, meaning she wants him to react to the emotions. He held frame. He kept himself cool and calm. He didn't need to turn over the furniture. But what women will use is escalation of emotion. That's instigation. That's gaslighting. It's a, an attempt to we heard enough. OK, you think I did wrong. Calm the hell down. All right. It's it's over. But then she tried to get him to escalate. And um, so that then he looks bad in the video. He looks bad in his response. He's turning over furniture. Look at him. He lost it. Look at him. He's kicking me. He's kicking stuff out. He's telling me I need to get out. Look at him. See, never deal with that. Just go ahead and just walk the hell out the door. All right, get out. Let them deal with that shit and do whatever they need to do. As you noticed in the video, they blocked his access to leave. I mean, every part of that video, they literally have him cornered. These are things that if you did to a woman, you would be uh, called an abuser. They cornered him. They put the, uh, they planned it and they have access blocked to the door so that if he wants to get out, he's going to have to push or potentially bump into them or 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 move a piece of furniture. Then he's going to look like an asshole. All right. This is all pre-planned. And you can't tell me that putting him in that position in the in the in the room was not pre-planned as well. That was pre-planned so that if they do gaslight him, he's going to look like the asshole. Never fall for this shit. Christopher Zen, I'm not sure will survive the information age. He says, not even, wait, no one even likes anyone anymore. Yeah, this does. This goes past relationships. I think people don't trust anyone uh, normally, more or less because we've exposed ourselves to what we are. We see our nature for what it is j flow for the struggle stream coach keep going all right we, i'm trying man shout out to lamont he says man you hit home today you hit home all right one of the things that people will do which is shaming language is to tell men to put up with all kind of bullshit 
and they corner you because then they say you didn't fight hard enough. Because you men men will say, fuck it, I ain't dealing with this. Right, and they'll bounce. Then they'll call you a deadbeat. You left us high and dry. You left us when you needed you. You didn't fight hard enough. Guys, put all that bullshit away and say, make sure whatever, whatever you leave them with, make sure they know it's a choice. Okay, one of the things that I did, you know, in my recent custody stuff is in all of my communications, I say, okay, you're choosing to. Based on your choice. Looks like you've decided. That's what my language is back to them. I don't argue back. I basically use that phraseology so that when it comes back and she comes back with the receipts and I said, that choice made me do this. Looks like you decided that you would like to do this. Okay, based on your choice, I'm going to do this. <laughs> Choices come with consequences. This choice forced me to do this. You left me, you, your choice left me with no other choice. See, these are things that you want to fight back with. Fight back with those words so that they know their choice led to your choice. Not you didn't choose something based on, uh, you didn't choose something and left them with no choice. You're saying, oh, it looks like you're choosing to do this. Okay, got it. Okay. Mm. Yep, you left me with no other option. So I did the only thing you left me with. All right, you got to make sure you communicate these things, okay? okay. All right, uh, but otherwise, you got to deal with the bullshit trying to bullshit them and communicate this in writing. All right, B is for baller. My six-month pregnant girlfriend cheated on me. Well, it sounds like it's not your baby. I found out the baby is not mine, and she's pretending it was. I was busy interviewing for engineering roles, which I now have, and she blamed me for being too busy, of course, even said I was amazing in bed, but too busy. I was monogamous, shaking my head, and 22 months wasted. Damn. See, that's painful stuff. You thought you had a baby, and you didn't. And you were working, and she penalized you for doing something that many women want their men to do, be out here working and earning money. But sometimes, gentlemen, with women in relationships today, you can't win. I'm going to do a couple PayPals. Uh, shoot. Did I get Caitlin? Before the stream start acting up. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, Caitlin says, so a man can have sex with 150 or 1,500 different women, but a husband can't have sex with his own wife uh, 1,500 different times. Make that make sense? Yes, this is what we're going to get to. We're going to get to the video about the woman claiming that she needs to get drunk. All right, <laughs> she needs to get drunk off her ass. Yo, shout out to the Ugandan in here, Mr. Obolo or Obol. He says, this man lost the plot long ago. He says, Kaboko in Awanka, in Awaka, in Awaka. Shout out to you. He said, he lost the plot long time ago. Yeah, he, by the time he got to that point, it's been over. It's been over. Okay, last one we got, and then I got to move on and give y'all the show. J. Cool here. So all, he says, so always vet, even when paid for play outside of seeking, right? He says, also, Ask them to meet for coffee or something before doing anything, including which what is found on most specific sites. He says, I would rather do without that. Wait, I will. I would rather do without than messing things up in my personal life. When you're messing around with people who are willing to do these things, you got to vet. Don't let them access you. Um, make sure you know if they're not crazy, meet in public, see them for what they are. You got to take super precautions when you get to that point. 
Okay, we're at the point of the show where um, we're going to get into the main event. Before we get into that main event, taking a commercial break, I'll be right back. Hit the like button and check this out. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt, and women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? All right, we're back in here. Let's go to Dr. John Baloney Deloney in the building. Let's see if we can get it right here. We got the main event, all right? A woman, a wife who's going to explain. Let's see if I can get this up right there. She needs to be drunk to have sex with her husband. This is what we warn you about in the marriage will itself. We talk about the bait and switch. And if you want to see the graph of the marriage will, here it is right here. Eventually, I'll make a poster of this. Many men don't find out about this position, this crisis stage of the relationship until they've invested, until they've gotten married. They walk down the aisle five, six, seven years in, 12 years in. Most men don't see this coming at all. And then they find out the hard way that uh, what they're dealing with. They find out the hard way what they're dealing with. All right. I forgot. I might have to pull this up on the audio. I might have to pull this up on the audio side because. They're going to copyright me, and I don't want that. They're going to get a copyright claim and then try to go in for my money. All right, so there's Dr. John Baloney. He's supposedly a psychologist or a money guy. I don't know particularly what he does. All right, but um, he provides counseling for people on economics. He comes from the Dave Ramsey School of Thought. And let's see here if I can pull up the search. What is going on? There's the search right there. John Baloney. I forgot I had to do this. John Deloney, and I only initiate segs when I'm drunk. Oh, man. So this is going to be problematic. Let me tell you what typically happens in this situation. So if a wife gets to this point, many wives have mommy wine time. If a wife gets to this point in a relationship, what's eventually you're going to get set up with? And uh, this could be uh, something you're going to get set up to doing something she didn't want to do when she was sober. Okay. So when she was sober, um, she doesn't want to have sex with you. But when she's drunk, she gets a little bit frisky. So that's number one. She might give you access to do something or permission to do something, consent to do something. Like she'll give you access to the anus when she normally doesn't. And then now when she's drunk, once she sobers up, she's like, oh, he took that from me. And I really didn't do that. I really didn't want him to do that. So then she's going to say you took it from her. And it's going to be years down the line. Well, one day I was sloppy drunk. And you, God, you took my anus. Okay, so then you're trying to figure it out. Well, you won't remember that day. But she'll remember it. She'll write it down in her diary. Number two, this is, and she's going to admit when she goes on work trips, this is going to give her access to cheat, right? So she's going to say, well, I got drunk, so I cheated. And she's going to talk about that she travels for work and, um, and she gets drunk and she just likes to have a good time. The third thing on this video, she's going to talk about this. She's going to say that I missed out on my younger years 
I miss out on my younger years and in my exciting years, but now I want to go out and drunk and party and drink and, of course, fornicate with other men because I'm tired of having sex with him. I can only have sex with him when I'm drunk, but I miss my younger years. I was a virgin when I met him, but now I want to go out and party and become a 304. <laughs> and I'm curious as uh, if I'm going to miss this opportunity. This is what happens in a lot of marriages. Let me see here. Uh, what is the title of the video? I only initiate. I only initiate. That's crazy. I only initiate when I'm drunk. Uh, this is some suburban stuff as well. But if you're if your wife only has sex with you when you are when she is drunk, that's a red ass flag. All right. So let's go ahead and share the video. I can't play the video. I'll just give you screenshots, but we'll play the audio. Let's see here. Pull it up. Together for 17 years. Okay. Um, my let's let's see if I can rewind it. Sounds like she's going to introduce herself. Oh, you can't see it. So let's go to Lee and Chico. What's up, Lee? For some reason, they do that. Hi, Dr. John. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. You got it. What's up? Uh, Yeah, so I feel like I kind of have a loaded question here, so I'm just going to put it all out there, and then I guess we can piece it from there. There you go. Let's do um, it. <laughs> so um, I only feel comfortable initiating sex um, with my husband of seven years. Went under the influence of alcohol. Okay. Um, we're high school sweethearts. Okay. Uh, and have been together for 17 years. All right. So here we go, guys. This is prime time what we're looking for. She's been with her high school sweetheart. So again, you're not marrying somebody you don't know, but you've been with her since high school. You were sweethearts. You probably were her first sex. She married you. You've been together for 17 years. And here it comes. She's about to say, I'm bored, I'm lonely, I'm miserable, I'm curious. It's hard to escape because people give her the bailout. Here we go right now. Um, my parents died when I was fish, uh, well, my parents died when oh, I was boy. 15 oh. and 17. My mom was up. Oh, Lord. Uh, here it is again. Now she's going to start saying, now she's going to say, my parents died. All right. My parents died when I was 16, 50, 11 years old. All right. So. Here it is right here. It's going to be saddy, saddy time. Let's see here. Oh, wait, wait. My dad was at 17. Oh, um, Let me rewind it. Um, my parents died when I was 15. Uh, well, my parents died when I was 15 and 17. My mom. Man, what do that have to do? Dude, what does that have to do? <laughs> oh, my God. What does that have to do, man? Now, how many years ago was that? 15, 20 years. Oh, man. Listen, having losing your parents at a young age, yes, I'm not underestimating, but what does that have to do with the scenario? Let's continue. I was at 15. My dad was at 17. Oh, um, and now being, you know, 31, I kind of feel like my youth passed me, and uh, I've not been able to, like, experience other people or oh. myself. Oh, she hasn't been able to ride that carousel. <laughs> now, that's going to somehow be the husband's fault. So, yeah, I was 15. I was set. Uh, my, my dad, 15, dad, mom, 17. And then I married my high school sweetheart. Um, I only did it because I was emotionally damaged by my parents' death. But I didn't get to go out there and ride the carousel. <laughs> this is what happens when you marry virgins or women with less sexual experience. 
we always talk about not marrying three or fours. But when, when you marry a woman and she pushes, she probably pushed the marriage. And she probably pushed the fact that she wanted to have a family and kids and get married and be an honest woman. And now when she's done it and he, she's on the other side, the grass is greener on the other side. Let's continue. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I'm a little like nervous. No, it's good. You're all good. I, I'm nervous too. So we'll be yeah. nervous together. Good job, John. Perfect. Um, I, again, uh, I, I just, I also feel like emotionally responsible for my husband, mm-hmm. especially when he says things like Uh-oh. I'd be lost without you, et cetera, et cetera. Um, well, on the other hand, I finally feel like I would be okay if all of this ended now. Wow. Okay. So boy, you're getting a lesson here. You're getting a good lesson. Okay. She says, I'm just clearing it up. The man's being nice to her. I'd be lost without you. You're my better half. You're the, he's the nice guy. He's not an asshole. She, she's not saying he's an asshole. Not saying he's abusive. Not, not yet. She's not. And then she's like, I really don't love him no more. I'd be better off without this dude. I I just want to get rid of this gump. (laughs) Holy shit. Marriage will is undefeated. So you're this woman's going to be up under him. Well, listen, they've been together for 17 years, married for seven. And she's been gone the entire time. She basically like, I've been gone the entire time. I really fell out of love with you seven years ago. I used to not want to be alone because I was abandoned. Um, There it is. But now I'm finally kind of comfortable with it. Oh, and uh, she said, I want to be clear. I just feel guilty for these feelings, but also angry that I didn't get to experience life and growing up like my peers. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you hear this shit? All right, listen, let's put this. In. Do you hear this? Do you hear this? I was abandoned. I was great. He was there. But now I got what I wanted out of life. I'm over my parents death. I got a nice house and a car. I want to be out here in these streets. Like my girlfriends, <laughs> my girlfriends out there having fun. They're having fun. I want to be out here in these streets. This is when they turn the shit over, bro. This is, I, man, you know, there's a black dude pounding her guts. So anyway, let's continue here. Wow. This is the danger of marriage right here. When I talk about bad marriages, this is a bad marriage. I'm not talking about abusive marriages. I'm not talking about the woman is out of her mind. Well, this woman's out of her mind, but there is a lot of women that do this. And they throw the grenade in the room. This is what I'm talking about. Let's continue here. So obviously there's a lot of layers to this. Yeah, but, totally. Uh, thanks for, thanks yeah. for, you've thought through this. Have you been in counseling before? I have. Okay. I have been in counseling before. Your ability to pull this, to pull these apart in that way um, is, suggests you've already done some work on yourself over the years. Is that fair? That's fair. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know if they have kids. Where do you want to start? <laughs> okay, because uh, I, I gotta skip ahead. There's several. There's there's some mechanics. I'm gonna skip ahead and get to the point because they wasted a lot of time going back to the sob story. So they did this some background on the sob story. So let's skip ahead. Just did a big move. So okay, let's go back. He's coming from sure. So although we've had had those conversations, we haven't done like marriage counseling. We have talked about it. We just did a big move. So. Um, who are waiting to get settled and set up with for weak people moving, moving a lot is, is crit like it's crucial. I always say for weak people, I've moved a lot, but a lot of people who don't move a lot, big moves can throw a monkey wrench in your marriage. 
our jobs and health and all that stuff. Sure. Um, so there's a lot going on. Right. <laughs> there's a lot going on. What, what, what precipitated this call? What happened? Um, that conversation, granted that conversation was a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also, again, like really loud. I like outgoing. I work for sales. So I'm out with people all the time and like, Kevin from sales. I'm out all the time. I'm partying. I'm loud. She's she's setting it up. She's a loud, attention-seeking 304, and he's reserved, a good guy. He's doing the right thing, going to work. Now she's setting it up. I want to be out there partying and in these streets, right? That's basically what she's saying. And I work in sales, and I'm out at conferences and partying and drink. She's setting it up. Let's continue. Hope my internet gets better. The workers and... Um, I don't know. I feel like I've tended to put myself in situations where the question about what it would be like to be with somebody else could have been answered. Yep. So there's another bull in the ring and she's curious and she's already cheated. She's already cheated. So she's curious. I've already put myself in situations with Kevin and sales. And I've already been out and partying and I'm curious as to what sucking another Johnson looks like and getting my back blown out. And I'm a party girl and I just want that part. I miss that part of my life. And she's already out there. She's already in these streets. In these streets. She's admitting it. Guys, this is a woman that's been married. This is the woman you married. Your high school sweetie. When I talk about marriages, this is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the what is. To the po- this shit right here, you're going to have to deal with it. And it's going to be bad. Yeah, that peace leave is itching. You know this marriage is over, but unfortunately, this falls in the successful marriage category as of today. This is a successful marriage. See, Coach, they didn't get divorced. They're still married. And behind closed doors, they're done with this bullshit. Um, and I, I don't know if I'm, like, subconsciously, like, putting myself there or if it just happens or I, I don't know. <laughs> So she's taking no accountability. I don't know how I'm getting there. Is it something in my trauma past? Is it something subconsciously? Is it no? You want to get piped down? Let's continue. Uh, It's it's probably both in. Exactly. Um, I wouldn't surprise me at all that your body is screaming and yelling and trying banging every trash can lit it can um, to get you to actually connect with somebody. Yeah. The peace leave is and you can put yourself in really stupid positions to blow up your marriage and hook up with somebody on a business trip too. So what you're going to do? That's what you're going to do. Does that make sense? Definitely. Um, Handling this with kid gloves again, Dr. John Deloney, if this was a male doing this type of behavior, he'd be an asshole. He'd be a moron. How could you do this? No, don't blame it on your subconscious. Don't blame it that you didn't get to have fun. Don't blame it that she's, she's out here working too hard. Well, think about her. Think about your pregnant wife. Think about your wife handling with this shit with kid gloves. All right, continue. It's real easy to, how, how, y'all been married, what, seven years? Seven years, yeah, okay. but together for 17. Yeah, um, this, is, Terrible. this is the season when... Um, seven to 10 years is one of the big markers. Yep. When people start saying, oh, this is it. This is my life. The crisis stage, the bait and switch stage. This is why people that don't have this experience can't talk about what they would do until that experience hits you flat in the face and you've got everything you're about to lose behind you. You're looking like, damn, 
No matter what you do, it's going to be a loss. Continue. And they start looking for ways to get their heart rate back up. Or in other words, to feel alive. And God, it feels so good when somebody who you're attracted to, who think you think is a little bit funny, you think is a little bit silly, um, that th- when they recognize you. Yeah. And when your introverted husband comes home and introverted grabs husband. a bush tall boy and puts his feet up, he's a great guy and he's lovely and he pays the bills and he is kind and he cares about you. Wow. But I'm not alive. Damn. Yeah, I just wish. Woo! Boy, isn't that painful to hear? Oh, you did everything right. But he's just the introvert. He doesn't party. He's a party pooper. He's always focusing on his money. He's saving money for retirement. Nah, man. Penalize his ass because you want to be out there frisky. Woo! We're a little more alike sometimes. <laughs> Wait. He puts his feet up. He's a great guy and he's lovely and he pays the bills and he is kind and he cares about you. But I'm not alive. Yeah, I just wish we were a little more alike sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what it sounds like here, I think there is a difference between feelings being understood and being considered valid. And there is a chance, and that's not a chance. There's a, he, he will never understand what you went through as a kid, even though y'all. Bruh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up for a second. Hold up. This man gave 17 years of his life. She has zero complaints about him other than he's boring. She admits that she's traumatized. This is why I tell you, run away from people with mental issues. She admits that he did everything right other than being boring. And he about to pay the price. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Let's together right i mean he was with you right he was there through all of it yes. i mean he skateboarded to my mother's funeral when his parents wouldn't take him like wow. he's a great great guy and i love him he's my best friend wow he skateboarded to the mother funeral when his parent could and she bought the sabotage his ass guys when when divorces happen it's mostly this shit i keep telling you guys it's mostly this it's not that he cheated it or he beat me none of, it's mostly this shit and i know this from experience because husbands are like what did i do well 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 continue um which is why i feel so guilty for feeling the way i do yeah but i don't think it's about him i think it's about you i think you are and trying to feel alive you. again i don't think you don't like him what <laughs> but you're chasing aliveness out there if you think it's something yeah. you can go get Okay. Instead of something that you become from the inside out. Where are you going? So he's not going to understand what he has to do is consider Mm -hmm. things valid and what you're not going to understand him, but you have to consider his needs and feelings valid too. Does that make sense? Oh boy. Yes. And y'all desperately need counseling. Not because I think your marriage is broken or in trouble or anything like that. I think that, You'll have to come up with new ways of new language to, to speak to one another, new ways to paint new pictures. And he's going to have to realize that he's going to have to give on some things to help you meet your needs. Like what? What does what, what he have to give up? He has to go out and party with her, go get drink, go, go start drinking himself. What is he supposed to do? Be less boring? That's not going to be the solution. All right. That's a temporary band-aid. What is he going to have to do? be considerate about her 
getting piped down on a work trip. Continuing. He's going to have to go dancing and make out in a hallway somewhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, she wants Chad. She wants Kevin from Sales. She doesn't want this life anymore. She's done with the marriage. It's over. She just said it was over. He's going to have to go dancing and go drinking and make out in the hallway. It's over. He gave 17 years. It's over. He's going to have to allow you to get piped down. He's going to have to be a cup. He's going to have to get you in an open relationship. Look past your cheating. This is terrible. Yeah. He's going to have to come home and y'all have kids? No kids. No. Okay. He's going to have to come surprise you at work and pick you up for a weekend rendezvous. Like he's going to have, he's going to have to make that a part of his day. The same way some other guys have to learn how to empty the dishwasher. I need some help here or, or help with kids bedtime. Um, he's going to have to get over himself and some of that stuff. Okay. Bruh. Do you, do you hear this? Do you hear this? Essentially he's like, Empty the dishwasher. How do you know he don't empty it? She never said he never emptied the dishwasher. She never said that he wasn't doing the things around the house. He never said, she never said that he wasn't taking her on weekend. You suggested that he sits on the, uh, on the recline beer. She never said he did any of that. Sheesh. I don't understand why you need to go to a hotel and peel the wallpaper off. With, I don't care. <laughs> that's, you, that's you being open and saying, here's what I need. And him saying, like, I, and you say, I don't know why you just want to watch cow, sit on the couch and watch The Office again. He never did. Like, you're going to have to. He never, she, he never learn said he how did. how to find intimacy in those moments. Okay. So it's y'all both learning each other's need language. Um, what else Damn. do you avoid by drinking? Because it's not just sex. What else is it? <laughs> um. I don't, I don't, not sure. Uh, classic sabotage. She got no complaints <laughs> other than the fact that her piece leave is itching. And she about to destroy the entire marriage. And she going to blame him. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Take a look at the wheel. She wants to party. She wants to get fornicated with. Now, what I know of this is this is just a temporary thing. She's just curious. She just wants to feel temptation. She wants to feel thrusted in. She wants to get skeeted on. And then when she's done with that, she's going to crawl right back to this dude. You were the best I ever had. It was my, well, she's not going to say it's my fault. I just needed you to have this. Now that I got skeeted on by eight men and got a train ran on me, I want you back. This woman literally is identifying no problems in the marriage. In a 17-year relationship, seven-year marriage. Remember, I always tell you, for the people who try to debunk what I'm teaching, this is what I'm teaching here. Not short-term success. I'm debating whether the long-term marriage is worth it. The long-term. You up now, but we know how the story ends. That's my point. Not that I, I, I've had a lot of short-term success with relationships. I find short-term relationships fantastic. This is what I'm talking about. What, when you invest 10 years, 7 years, 12 years, 17 years, and then she stabs you in the back over bullshit, now what? Nobody has an answer to that, and I'm telling you, there's no answer for it. 
is it worth it for you? That's the answer. That's what you have to ask yourself. Continue. And I'm a, I don't know, maybe just me. Like I just, I, I'm up, I'm like outgoing and I'll talk to anybody even without. Yeah, but that's a, that's performance. Um, that is a way to keep people at a distance from you. I'm outgoing. She likes dudes. Cause talk. I do it too. <laughs> she likes the floor. This is the pot talking to the kettle here. You and I can sing and dance and it lets people feel like, dude, that we are so close. And that is the way I protect myself. Yeah. Maybe that's it. She don't. Of course. Of course. She it a is. Bird brain. It's, it's not a bad thing. Being outgoing is super fun. I get into some more zany fun situations, but I also have to be careful not to get myself in dangerous situations. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Because people think, oh, they think this is funny and they're allowed like this. They're probably into this. What the hell Fair. is he talking about, bro? Fair. He putting words and ideas in our head. And then you think, uh, what would it be like to be into this? And now we're in a mess. So what else do you drink from to hide from? What What is it that you're avoiding when you're initiating sex with alcohol? Okay, good question. Um, Myself, feeling uncomfortable. I was also raised in a very religious background. Oh, here we go. My body is not my own. And so oh. I feel like sometimes having alcohol like allows me to like express myself. Whereas if I'm not drinking or sober, like it's really hard to get in touch with like that side. So I can imagine, um, I mean, I was raised in a strict religious home too. I oh. get that sentiment, but you're 31 now and you've been exactly. with this guy for 17 years. Exactly. Married for seven. Yeah. Stop at that At some bullshit. point, you're choosing to hang on to that narrative. Why? What is that narrative getting you? I mean, it's not getting me anything, but. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's getting you something. What is it? Pipe. Let's just call it what it is. Pipe. She wants more pipe. Control, maybe. She don't know. The illusion of. She knows nothing. Strangling you and your marriage. Because yeah. <laughs> there's also the other side where your husband probably loves drinking Leah. He loves <laughs> hooking up with, with two drinks, Leah. And he's asking himself, what is it about me that yeah. she has to have a few drinks to want to sleep with me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, are you, is there any chance you're drinking to be able to do things you don't normally want to do? There you go. Watch. Here it comes. No, I'm just, I guess when I included that, like outside of drinking, like if my husband initiates usually like two times out of 10, I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Two times out of 10, she accepts the, uh, uh, him initiating. Remember, he has to initiate. That doesn't mean he initiates every day. He could initiate four times a month, maybe eight times a month. But out of those, out of 10 times he initiates, two times he converts. <laughs> Dude, you'd be better off single out here. You'd be better off single. And then there's guys that said, no, nah, you getting it from a working girl is out of the question. What? There's dudes that will say, you getting it outside of your marriage from a working girl. No, no, no. That's worse 
than marital sex. That that's worse than a two for t- a twenty percent conversion rate in your own fucking mm. house. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What are we doing? Just wait for your wife to be available. Nah, don't get what are you, man? You'd be better off divorced and single and paying a girl in marriage while you marry. Go pay for some guy. You'd be better off than dealing with this scumbag of a woman and converting 20% rate. <laughs> Shit. But, um, yeah, I just, I, I guess it just gives me a little more freedom. Like express, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> okay. Um, I th- one more point here. He got nothing for this cr- scum. My guess is, and I could be way off. My guess is, you also drink when you're on business trips too. Oh, here it he goes. Wow. It helps grease the wheels of a fun conversation. Grease the wheels. Grease and some salami. It, it might help you at parties to have one or two drinks, sort of pregame a little bit, and then to get there because you're a little bit more fun and a little bit louder. Here's the thing. You like that other version of yourself. Is that fair? That's fair. It, it, it may not be. Tell me if I'm wrong. She got nothing. I mean, here's what makes it kind of complicated is. Here we go. I'm, I work in the industry. What? So what industry? all business trips include alcohol. She about to get pounded out. What industry are you talking about, ma'am? All meetings include my work involves alcohol. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so it's, it's everywhere. It's an integral part of like my career. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could focus on my career. There's the working woman argument. So the, the what, what, happened, yeah. I've, I've, what happens when you let your wives out of the house? She going to get curious talked to in the past that have said the exact same thing you have that they need to have a couple of drinks before they can um, have the kind of sex they want to have with their partner mm-hmm. almost all of them no actually all of them have said the path out of that was to first stop drinking it had less to do with sex and more to do with she done I use alcohol for a number of She's things. Done. To either become somebody that I think is a better version of myself or to get through things that I don't normally want to do, like a party or some like something sexual that my partner wants to do that I'm not really into, but I'll 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 drink a couple just so I can get through it for them. Um, it all comes back to I'm gonna stop drinking to avoid my life, which then means I gotta deal with my life. Let me give her one more point. I'm, yeah. I'm all done with Where this. Where do shit. I start with that? <laughs> <laughs> she gone, bro. Hey, look, she gone. Just go ahead. She gone. She gone. Guys, this is the choices you're making. She sounds like a child. And that probably was endearing to the guy. Um, and she never matured. She never matured past probably the tragedy between her mother and father. And now she's here. She's ready to believe, be released into the world. And there's nothing he can do about it. Uh, Dr. John is even digging and shuffling himself. All right. And try to figure it out because she's not being expressive. The bottom line, if she could express herself is she wants to fornicate right now. And somebody mentioned this. Um, I think it was um, uh, Cali uh, classy beats. He says, I guarantee this woman is exclusively friends with single women, which is a terrible, terrible recipe for a successful marriage. When you, when your wife is working, you can't control who she's around. If many people that she's working with 
are party girls, single women. They're going to call her to the streets. They're going to sabotage her. They're going to call her to the streets. And she cannot resist the call of temptation, which is fine. She's only human. But it's going to ruin this man. And he did everything right. As far as the normal, normie relationship goes, he did nothing wrong. This is what you guys got to consider. All right, Age of the, shout out to Age. Oh, I did, uh, did I do? Age of the Machines, you made me glad I don't have kids. I can see why men walk away. He says the video of that daughter telling the mom he has been acting up or he's been acting up ratchet attitude at home. Did I get Christopher's in? I got you already. All right, Teddy KGB, this lady has already been piped down. Yep. Think about, uh, think about all the men he has invested. Another red pill gentleman. So that man is invested. He's into it. He thinks he's going to have a marriage forever. She's out here fornicating on him. Let's call it what it is. Like he, Teddy KGB said, she's already cheated. We already know this. And now she feels guilty. And now she's trying to blame it on something. She's trying to find somebody to try to blame it. It's over. It's over. But he's going to be destroyed because of it. And they're going to blame him. And he's never going to know the truth. One thing you got to remember, if you ever had a breakup, you never get the true reason you broke up till years later. So for the in between that time, you're trying to figure it out. Damn, what I, mm, she said, mm, marriage counseling. Dr. John said, hmm, I tried that. I tried to make out with her in the hotel room, and it just didn't work out. It was weird. And then you'll find out, you'll find this call and go, damn, that was what it was. All right, El Chigon, El Chingon says, uh, Kevin from sales, getting that chick wetter than water. Yep, and he's splashing in her. And uh, let's see here. Classy B says, if this were a dude, if this, guys, it's not even a dude and he's getting blamed. The, the, the guy's getting blamed. If this was a guy saying all of this, damn, I'm just curious out here. I want to pipe down all this fresh young junior college peace leave. I just want to be out here in these streets. Boy, there's got hookers and hoes and 304s everywhere. I want to release myself from this 17-year marriage. And I got to get drunk to have sex with my wife. Do you think that's going to go over well? No, it's not. She'll be trying to ruin him and while have everybody defending him. How dare you, old slug? <laughs> oh, man. World we live in. Marriage causes divorce. Says she's a board 304, but doesn't want to admit it. Yep. She doesn't want to admit that she just wants to be out here home. All right. And uh, we are doing this. We're trying to save her out of being a 304. No, let, let her go to the streets. DJ B Fit John Deloney is hosting an all you can eat at the word salad buffet, <laughs> Golden Corral. Yeah, he and he's putting words in her heads and she's just kind of agreeing with it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm -mm. You know what it is, John? We need to be frank about it. Her peace leaves is it. All right. She want to get out there. But what we know is she's going to get out there. She's going to get pumped and dumped. She's going to get slayed and she's going to be back crawling back to her husband. At the very least. Enigma, marriage will got me after 20 years, coach. He says, I've got the six sixes, but it didn't matter. But I'm on the dark side now, and my young chickies make me very happy. <laughs> Bachelor at 50. We love it, man. And people are like, wait, you were just telling dudes not to be out here fornicating and getting many bodies. Yeah, there's a difference between going out there banging on random skeezers and a difference between having a bench and a uh, super junior college freshman orientation there is a difference 
there is a difference. This all goes into pre-planning. Let's get to the other chats. Then I'm going to go call up my internet provider and curse their ass out. <laughs> Jones G. She's emotionally attached to Kevin. She gone. She gone, bro. She gone. Just let her go. Let these hoes go, man. Stop, stop trying to save them. Stop trying to save them. Marriage causes divorce in the world of Chad. Single independent friends, IG, Tinder, simps, divorce court incentives, and a 50-year marriage is impossible. Divorce is guaranteed. And if it's not guaranteed, a happy, unhappy marriage is guaranteed. It's guaranteed. Guys, I don't think you can dodge any of these situations. Many people have documented what these situations are. Crisis stage, meet, bait and switch stage. And if you can weather the storm and get out of that stage, you can have then a happy marriage after 20 years and 25 years. You can, but you have to weather the storm. The storm is coming. How are you going to weather it? B is for baller. Did I get that? Women are hornier than men sometimes. They just want new pipe. We actually showed you the data and the evidence of that this week and just want another man to say they're beautiful while blowing their back out. That's it. And people are afraid to admit this. Women are afraid to admit this because they're going to get shamed. They want their hair pulled. They don't want your old marital missionary. She's already rejecting the guy 80% of the time in his own house, which is egregious to me, but that's common in marriage. But she wants nasty sex. She probably read the book um, 50 Shades of Grey. A lot of wives, again, if you look at the period of time where wives cheat more than husbands, which we did a whole show on, if you didn't, if you missed that show, go back and reference it. I showed you the data. Many women started this when social media became prominent and when 50 Shades of Grey came out because what 50 Shades of Grey did to married women is to introduce them to, life, to the life of BDSM, which is a soft version of BDSM. They made it romantic, and it made them curious if they didn't experience it. It made them curious. They were like, wow, this sounds fine. A guy tying me up. And then they don't want the husband to tie them up because they already see you as a husband. That's like you don't want to skeet on your wife's face. You're like, I don't want to skeet on my wife's face. That's disgusting. I want to see my wife in the morning. So you skeet on a skeezer's face. Same thing happens to women. Oh, I want to be tied up by a billionaire in a helicopter. That sounds like a fantasy. And now many women, now that cheating is now more common in women, you can trace it right back. Fifty Shades of Grey. He says, speak for yourself. No, I don't skeet on my wife's face. I skeet on the skeezer's face. <laughs> right. I want my, I want my, uh, I want my wife to be, <laughs> All right. Where are we at here? So I think if you know, I, I give the people 50 shades of Greg over here. Ladies, 50 shades of Greg over here. Come join me over here if you want it. Yeah, all in your ear, all of that. On your toes and all that. Yeah, it's bad out there. Yeah, you know, let you know what's up. 50 shades of Greg, that's the life I'm living. <laughs> and go back to your husband's house. Yeah, I'm going to send you back all good, proteined up. You're going to go back. You're going to go. I'm going to send you back to you. Yeah, I'm going to send you back to your husband. Sticky toes and all that. <laughs> all right, anyway. <laughs> all right, uh, where are we at to hold up for a second? This is crossing the line here. Uh, let me see here. 
Shout out to Beast for Baller. He's also the guy. Okay, I got to catch up with PayPal. Yeah, we do what we do over here, man. I'm on the dark side, though, just so you know. That With that protein pack. Sending you back with some energy and enthusiasm. All right. Uh, let's see here. We got, uh, let me see. I got like one, two, three, four, five. So PayPal, I'm about to get y'all brothers now. Shout out to No Name. He says, uh, 10 years ago, I heard my mother crying for the first time, and it was due to infidelity from my father. It hurt during that moment, especially as a 20-year-old. And he says, I had words with my pops, but just a day or two after I realized how much my pop did for the family, he afforded my mother uh, to be able to stay at home and be a stay-at-home mom. And I definitely wouldn't be where I am if I weren't for him. I think she also realized that. I accepted that fact. And then he probably got pieces of peace leave on the side and was okay with it. Shout out to you. We shook hands, never spoke another word on the subject, and still got each other's back to this day. He says, men understand men. Shout out to you on that one. And yeah, so, you know, we don't know why dad chose to do that, but dad was working his fingers to the bone. And some women are like, well, that's not fair. Okay, don't get married then. I don't know. Let me see here. All right, shout out to, um, okay, shout out to Avery. I got you. I I'll work around a solution. We got to figure that out. Thank you, Avery. Let's see here. We got uh, four more on the PayPal, maybe five, and then we'll do a super chat, a couple super chats. No government name. He says, you just described my relationship with my Kaylee co-parent. She's broke and moved my three teen kids and with her boyfriend and his two teen kids. Wow. And she's still trying to keep kids away from me. I'm going to I'm going to go on a limb. I've actually experienced this the last year and uh, within the year. Men. You're going to get the blame anyway. There's going to be forces working against you. We call them FOE, 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 forces of evil. And uh, the court of public opinion will always win. At some point, guys, this isn't going to be popular opinion. Get the hell out of there. Walk the hell away. There's nothing you can do. Somebody might say fight. Guys, many dudes have fought. You guys don't know. Many guys have fought and fought and fought and fought and fought only to have me continue with the bullshit. Think about this. He's at a point where he's got to fight his baby mother from moving his kids in with her boyfriend and two other kids. Dude, game over, bro. <laughs> hey, look, here it is right here. Game over. You let her walk the hell away. There's nothing you can do with that. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> there's no. There's no more. What? What more fight do you need to do? Take her to court. Investigate the man. See if he's a drug dealer. See if he investigate the kids. What the man, dude? It's over, bro. <laughs> Look, as we say over here. Take your ass and go to another city, another state, another municipality, go to another country. It's over because eventually the best you can do is have those kids go back and forth between the homes and some sort of custody, co-parenting bullshit. Now you got to constantly be recorrecting your kids and the bad behaviors that happened in that house. And then, okay, then what if they break up? What if they are her girlfriend, dude, the girlfriend and the boyfriend break up? Dude, it's done. It's done. 
Many people want you to keep fighting and fighting, but the forces of evil, the foes, are just too much for you. They want you to save the day at the end of the day. Now, just wait. Wait till your kids come back damaged, and then hopefully you can give them something. Uh, uh, you can give them a graham cracker or something. And be like, yeah, you know, <laughs> here's some graham crackers. I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Like, here's a couple of here's a couple of thin mints. You missed out. I'm sorry. When I tell you women don't have a plan, they don't have a plan for their children. That's the sad reality. They'll put their kids in that scenario. Again, I'm going to tell you the, the wife divorced them. The baby mama has moved in with a boyfriend. They have three kids. The, ba the the new boyfriend has two kids, and they're in the house. I guarantee you there's not five bedrooms. There's probably two to three bedrooms, and they are in some obviously weird sleeping arrangement. It's over. It's over. Game over. Pat their ass on the head, give them a juice box, give them a couple milk duds, and say, hey, man, hope, hope the best in life. <laughs> right? Hope for the best. And you got millions of seed in your balls right now. As you can say, I can make another one that looked just like the other one. I'll try again if it's really what you want to do. Most men will say, forget this shit. Um, we're not burning it down. They're burning it down and wanting us to run in the burning building. Okay. Move. Just move. Shout out to Mr. Hardaway. Coach, what happened? I thought your son was coming with you uh, once you got more situated and decided to stay in Cali uh, for his friends. How do you feel about... Uh, that, that situation there, hey, man, dude, it's out of my control. It's out of my control. We, I've only been here for five months now. They're in school. All right, they're in school. You know what, kids, uh, and any men know this. Any men knows this. What happens is um, if I hold somebody hostage, that would be called physical terrorism, right? You can see it. You can define it. So you can define a physical terrorist. I threaten you. I threaten you. You will not leave. That's called physical terrorism. That's that's I'm forcing you. I'm handcuffing you. What when, that's what men typically do. A woman will emotionally terrorize. Emotionally terrorize, meaning I'm going to I'm going to lose it. I'm going to force court action. I'm going to call the police if this happens. And the kids know it. So the kids go I don't want mom to go crazy. If I choose the decision that she's not going to like, I'm going to go. I know my mom's going to lose it. At that particular point, that is called emotional terrorism. That's called emotional kidnapping. Because the kid's not making their decision based on what they want. They're making it simply because they know their mother's going to flip. At that particular point, there's nothing you can do, guys. Just keep your ass marching, man. Just go. Dude. I know a lot of dudes want to fight that bullshit. But it's over, guys. Look, it's there's nothing you can do. Somebody said my super chat disabled. I got a couple more that I got to do over there. That's called emotional terrorism. All I'm doing is just waiting the time out. There's nothing to force. I've done my do. I've done everything I was supposed to do. Um, I'm not just going to go overboard and just keep throwing money away and, and fighting emotional terrorism, right? I'm not going to do it. I decided, I, and I told people, as, as you guys know, I told people that's what I was going to do. I said, 
And I said, look, you're making a choice. I'm not going to fight it. That's your choice. As a result of your choice, this is the choice that I'm going to make. So that nobody can come back and say, why didn't you do this? Why you do that? I was like, well, it would have cost me 40 grand. It would have cost me 40 grand. And I would have just burned the money to get exactly what I had before she flipped, before she used emotional terrorism. I already, I'm all I'm asking for is what I had. And I got to spend 40 grand to get that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and I'll make another one just like the other one. If I want to have another kid, I just make another one. I'll just go to another country, make another one. I'm not about to sit there and just burn money and waste time and argue and take my time and attention away from something um, that I can't help. Eh, forget it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I go see my son. We hang out. He flies in. I fly him in. Um, he's having a good time. My daughter's having going through school. They're going to finish up dude, in three in less than three years. They'll be legal adults. I ain't about to do this for no three years right? or two for my daughter's case. She's um, going to be 18 in exactly a month, a year and a half. A year and a half. I ain't about to fight. <laughs> I'm not about to fight nobody for the last year and a half of what you would consider a adolescence. 18 months. My son in, in exactly what it would be 30 months will be 18. What what's what's the fight? So anyway, you just gotta just be like uh, uh, it's a it's against popular opinion. They want you to waste time, take work days off, go to court, fight child support, uh, fight for fight her tooth and nail. The kids are like, well, let the kids decide. Kids to decide if the kids deciding based because the mom doesn't want to blow up. Oh, I don't want mom to be mad. Eh. <laughs> It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of my energy. <laughs> so it is what it is. And then whatever happens out of it, again, there's choices and consequences. There are consequences and repercussions. If they don't turn out all right, it ain't my fault. It ain't my fault. I did what I was supposed to do, and I told you you made the choice. It ain't my fault. I can sleep comfortably at night knowing it ain't my fault. <laughs> That's their, that was her fault. It was on her watch. And she made the choice to have to make the choice. You know, it's all it, guys, you got to make decisions in life. I'm very good at making decisions. I'm very good at making decisions and I'm very good at making decisions and going, okay, if they made a decision, I'm going to make this decision. And if it cuts off the, what could be in the possibilities, see what here's, here's what I'm going to teach you. Many of you guys can't make decisions because you're thinking about what if, well, what if this happens? And what if that happens? And what if that? And what if I miss out on this? I don't live like that. I literally go, boom. Okay, I look at the whole picture and I say, this can happen or this can happen. Or what am I willing to lose? What am I willing to gain? Am I losing more and gaining less if I do this? Or am I gaining more? Can I gain more and lose less? And then I go, decision. A lot of people can't do that. They think it's cold. They think you're making a bad choice. Well, if you decided that, what happens if this happens? It could happen. It couldn't happen. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I can't control what could happen or what can't happen. It's out of my control. And it never is in my control. If I decided that, that can still happen. 
So I get to it and I say, this is it. This is what I'm presented with. These are my options. These are the paths. Whoa, path over here. And then I can look back and say, that's behind me now. It's behind me or it's out of my control. So I don't worry about it. Make decisions and move on. Make decisions and move on. You guys make decisions and wondering, oh, yeah. Or you, at worst, you stand in the middle of the road and make no decision. Or you make the dumb decision. Well, society will say, I'm messed up for making this decision. Screw all that. Make your decision, move on. What comes with it is going to come with it. Okay, I arrived at that decision. I accept what comes with it. For real, man. Keep that shit moving, man. Life, because, um, guys, you will deal with this. For what some some uh, uh, 20, 30 years of your life dealing with marriage, kids, post uh, your kids enters to adulthood, your baby mama, your ex-wife, you'll deal with this for 30 years. All the decisions, all the decisions you make aren't going to be in everyone's best interest. It's impossible. You can't make the best decision, the perfect decision. Most of the time, the decision everybody wants you to make is sacrifice you for the better good of everyone else. And I'm not playing that game. I'm not doing that. I'm not just going to make sacrifice myself and waste 30 years of my life trying to fix some shit that I can't fix. I ain't doing, I ain't doing it. <laughs> All right. Just a hope for the chance. Now, people got to live their lives. And if people are uh, old enough to know what decision they're making, let them live the consequences out. It ain't going to be my fault. <laughs> right. That's your fault. You were an adult. You were an adolescent. I think 15, 16, 17, 18 is old enough to be able to make a decision for yourself. If you decide you want to be hamstrung by your uh, emotionally terrorist baby mama or ex-wife uh, or mother, if you want to decide to go on the side of emotion as, a, as, a, as opposed to a side of rationale and um, a little bit of discipline, that's your decision, bro. That's your decision, people. If you want to sit around like this woman we watched on John Deloney and talk about shit that happened when you were 15 instead of moving on and regularly figuring out what you need to be at 30 and 31 and 35, you can do that shit, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm moving forward in life. And at some particular point, I'm going to be very old. Do not bring your bullshit to my doorstep. If you decided to live in the past, if you decided to uh, make bad decisions in life. It is what it is, but I'm not sacrificing this life. In my book, I say, this is your one life. This is my life. You ain't interrupting it with bullshit. <laughs> okay. People, you can't live like this. Most people don't live like this because they're like, oh, what about? No, no, no. F all that. This is my one life. If you're going to be a dumbass, be a dumbass, but it ain't going to be on my watch. And I ain't going to try to fix it. SAU says, my last girlfriend, the relationship uh, was so horrible at the end that I had to drink to get hard. Wow. That was the that was a one and a half year relationship. So you feel that uh, something similar happened. We're going to get ready to wrap it up. Um, SAU says, what does the parents death have to do with sex? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Again, people make excuses. What I know in this life is I'm very ambitious. I'm very outright i very much kind of tr try to control my own destiny as much as i can i know there's a bunch of lazy ass excuse making idiots out here i'm sorry to say that 
But there's a lot of people that ain't about shit. And you ain't about to be on my watch doing it. You're not about to mess my shit up because I, I, I'm trying to go do something all the time. You're not going to bring me back to some bullshit. I don't care who you are. Trust me. People think I'm mean. And when I talk about the black community and marriages, my own family members know exactly this. These same speeches I have had with my mother, my ex-wife, my children, they get this stuff. They get this is exactly how I talk to them. People want to know, what do you tell your daughter? I tell her the worst thing you will ever do or become is a single mother. And that's point blank. What else do you need to know? You probably shield her from your rib hill stuff. No, I don't. I tell her if you become a single mother, you're ruining your life, period. And keep it marching. Now, many people think that's mean, but that's the truth. <laughs> and I tell my moms, look. Don't hamper me down with your bullshit. People that get in relationships with me. I tell the women, what happens on your time is your problem. It ain't mine. I say, when you're on your own time, you do whatever the hell you want. Do not bring it into me. You have financial problems. That's your problem. If we have some sort of financial agreement, don't up the agreement because you got financial issues in your life. Don't have a bad mood because you're struggling financially, but you chose to spend time with me. I don't want to hear it. I chose to give you a couple hundred bucks just because you can't balance your checkbook or you're a lazy sucker. Don't ask me for extra. That's how I work. I don't have time for people's bullshit because I know people ain't about, they are not about, they are not about trying to win in life. They're parasites at best. <laughs> okay. You had a bad day at work, but you chose to hang out with me after work. That's your choice. Don't mess up the experience because you have a personal problem. I don't care. Don't tell me you were depressed and you have anxiety. Don't tell me your parents got divorced when you were 12. I don't care. <laughs> don't give a damn. Because I got my own problems. Yeah, somebody say carry your other end of the couch. Yes, do what you're supposed to do here. I ain't doing it. Travis says, you know, the way you used to look at your players when they were performing so far in practice. That's how I'm looking at you struggle streaming today, coach. Just kidding. I know this is much harder than it looks. Yeah, I don't have control over that. I can see when the stream goes from looks like landline to unstable Internet. There's a thing I can see on my screen. I can't control it. So I'm like, damn, I don't know what to do, but to just keep pressing forward. GS Inc. is in the building contributing. Shout out to you. Double A is in the building. You bring truth to power, coach. Thank you. Yep. And also, I don't give a damn what nobody else thinks, right? So people be like, oh, what you should have done. Well, listen, you ain't in the situation. So I'm not, I'm not listening to your opinion. Uh, let's see here. We got, uh, did I get Enigma? Yes, I did. Marriage causes divorce in the world of chats. I got that brother already. Dwayne said, side topic coach, I wonder if you could do a stream outlining every possible scenario of what your wife does during the bait and switch. That'll be a whole week worth of streams. But maybe we can do that. We can do that at some particular point. We can have a week of uh, bait and switch options. Marriage causes divorce. He says, don't fight. The sisterhood will always win. MGTOW. You fight this system. It is, um, have you ever, um, 
uh, I, I know I'm going on here, but there's a couple of devices. I think maybe the Chinese finger. What is that Chinese fingers trap? Whatever that thing is. There's some systems that the more you fight, the worse you make it. And it's designed for that. Like they know like they're going to gaslight you to fight. And then they want you to fight because it, it's the reaction they want to get. The more you fight, they're like, good, keep fighting. It's kind of like divorce. It's kind of like two attorneys get together. They represent both sides. They know the more they can get you to fight, the more money they make. It's kind of like quicksand. When you get in quicksand, the worse you fight, the, the, the worse you make it. Or if you get bitten by a rattlesnake. If you get bit by a rattlesnake, the more, the more uh, aggressive you get, the more the venom pumps through your bloodstream. People have to understand that about life. Yeah, you walk through a spider web. The more you go, the worse it gets. <laughs> okay? You see a bee. The bee runs in you. The worse you run around, the more likely you're going to get hit by a truck. So same with a dog. You see a dog. The more you look scared and run, the more likely the dog's going to do. So you got to know that some of these things that you do, I'm a fight. The more likely you're making it worse than you're making it better. You're not making it better. You're making it worse. And you're doing what they want you to do. They're like, watch this. I'm going to turn. I'm going to make him do this. And they do something and they make you do it. It's worse. So the uh, more you fight the system, their pre-planned uh, responses that they have for you based on the choice you make. Now, you can fight if you want, but what you're going to do is put in a lot of time, energy, emotion, money, and you're going to still get the blame in the end. So make your decision accordingly. At some point, all the fight is gone. Jack Vendetta, the sexual liberation of the woman, is undoubtedly the downfall of Western society. This is prime example. Shout out to my favorite African-American out here. That was prime example. Gray Hayes Radio, the ex-wife just sold the, quote, family home where her, the boyfriend, and the kids and her mom live to the boyfriend. <laughs> So your ex-wife sold the family home to the boyfriend. Jack Vendetta was uh, talking about the, the downfall of civilization has always been through how we've been able to manage women. Everybody's known that most religious texts have discussed that in order for you to save, you have to have some sort of protection me mechanism for women, meaning protecting them from others and themselves. If you can't do either, you're done. You're done because they operate on emotions. They don't operate thinking long-term typically, just like this woman in this video. Everything she said, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel. Have you ever heard a woman say, I think, I came to the conclusion, I determined after further review, after significant research, after a thorough understanding, after seeing it from your side, after, have you ever heard that? No. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel. Well, shit, there's no wrong answer then. And once you allow people, young and old, to use feelings, you're doomed. Go ahead and blow it up. It's game over. Game over. It's game over, and that's where society's going. Unfortunately, look, if you want to rescue it, 
get out of the feelings business and get to the facts business. But there's too much money in the feelings business, so we'll never get back to the facts business. And we'll never get people. People can wriggle out of it. Oh, I got mental health, and I feel. Well, listen, y'all can have it. <laughs> y'all can have it, and uh, that's what it is. All right, shout out to you. After a thorough explanation, I understand. Like, no, 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 you don't hear that. It's I feel that, and I feel, and I feel, and I feel that. It's always I feel. It's always. And it's a sad existence because feelings are never wrong. Or you can fake the funk and say I feel it. Shout out to DJ B-Fit. The woman is literally reenacting the movie Temptation. The woman gets drunk, cheat on her husband with a colleague from work, and she ended up with SUV. Yes, SUV, HIV. Yeah, she ended up with HIV. Again, most people that operate like this are children, and they're going to get their consequences and repercussions. They're going to get their comeuppance. One thing for men to remember, and I always tell men, if you're acting in logic and you think you've done your best, remove yourself from the situation. You're going to find out they're going to make a mistake down the line, and they chose to walk that line. Don't bail them out. Let them live out their consequences and keep it moving. Keep it moving. Don't help their ass out. Hey, you walk down that line. Last one. Coach, 90% of females in the West are not misogynists. Or wait, monogamists. <laughs> I thought you said monogamous. They're not monogamous. He says females and males are not equal. A monogamous female is a virgin. And if a female loses her virginity, she is no longer monogamous. Uh, imagine a girl that has a high body count telling a man you need to be monogamous with her. Men are waking up. Yeah, look. Are you a freshman at the Wait, university? Wait, that too. No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. Yeah. And that's you. Yeah, I don't I don't believe that. Yeah, a woman that has sexual experience, there's no way she can tell me not to have sexual experience, right? Nope. You did it. That's how you operated. There's no way I'm being monogamous with you. That's a losing bet. You're going to lose that bet. Because eventually she's going to want to go out and be non-monogamous. She's going to want to, it's too easy for her. The Bible speaks about this, or they speak about this as the danger of being sexually um, uh, experienced, specifically for women, is that once they know the temptations of the flesh, and they've experienced it, and then they get married, it's going to be hard for them to be satisfied by their partner because they know what's available to them. This is the curiosity as well. A woman that decided to be virtuous and then all of a sudden the curiosity creeps up. Now that a woman's been experienced, she can measure your performance against others. And biblically, the principle is you don't want a wife that can do that. Because once she does be able to measure you between you and the 50 or 100 guys she's been with or 25 or 10, it's going to be a loss because you're maybe not going to be number one. In our society, the men who get married are not the best lovers. Huh? We can say that for a fact. The men who women choose to say, okay, I'll get married to you are not their best lovers. That puts you at a disadvantage. Most of the time, they're the best provider. Most of the time, they were the best at the moment. Most of the time, she had an STD scare or a pregnancy scare. Most of the time, she got pumped and dumped or dumped. So that's the that if you want to follow biblical principles and you're a Christian, a real one, not a lukewarm one, that's why people want people to be virtuous in a proverb spirit to come in and not have that history. It has nothing to do with judgment about body count. It has to do with 
um, really how satisfied is she going to be in the marriage when she knows she can get her inside stretched a little bit more. And she's going to want it. Most women don't want it until they're 35 or 40. How is that going to impact you when you got married at 28 or 24? We know most women in the ages of 40, between 35 and 45, are horny as hell. They're very horny. They're, they want to fornicate like crazy. Even if you're married to the woman, she's, she's insatiable. You're like, damn. So what if you get married to her at 28 and she turns 40? And she knows she wants her insides pushed around and rearranged and pushed to her esophagus. What are you going to do? And you can't do it. <laughs> All right. Or she's bored of you doing it. What you going to do? Nothing. You're stuck. You're stuck because she's going to go out there. All right. Uh, let me see here. We're done. Thank you for enjoying this straggle struggle stream here. And it happened a little bit yesterday, so I'm a little bit concerned. So I'm going to do some background work and uh, see if I can get it fixed before tonight's stream. If I can't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to say that's you. And that's All you. right. Shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate y'all, man. Enjoy this moment and enjoy the rest of the day. We out of here. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.